Welcome to Snarl Marks, everybody. We're a very funny podcast out of Central Valley of California. I'm Andrew. That's Dusty. Hey. And we are joined today by Kai. How you doing, Hello. Kai? You enjoying yourself? Of course. Oh, man. It, it, it knocked you out as background noise right there. Say it again. Uh, of course. There it is. I think it's because you squeaked. Um, Sorry. But in this episode, uh, we talk about why we want to be celebrities uh, we talk about they go on off on some fucking Marvel bullshit for a while, right? And then uh, we talk about the Strangers. Oh man, do we talk about the Strangers? Two thousand eight horror movie, The Strangers, and Kai hates me now. Um, nah, I, I I yucked her yum. No, but um, yeah. So uh, thank you for following us. Follow us on all your favorite podcast apps, just so you get notified notified when we uh, post a new episode. Let us know how we're doing. Tell your friends, please. You know, please. And um, <laughs> please. Yeah. This is this is the strangers episode. Anybody got anything else to say? No. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Theme song. I need to get famous, Andrew and Kai. Kai's here. Kai's here, everybody. Yeah. Um, I decided I need I need to get famous, not for the fame or the fortune uh, or any of the like things that come along with it. I want to be on Celebrity Jeopardy because I'd be really I'm really good at Celebrity Jeopardy. I am not as good at regular Jeopardy. So I need to get famous so I could just go on that one. Yeah. Celebrity Jeopardy easier. Yeah. They are easy because they're um, they're celebrities. They don't have time sub- to learn things. Substantially easier. I do. Like, they should do a celebrity Jeopardy with all the normal Jeopardy questions, and somebody wins with like a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, or like I could do. I think college Jeopardy is easier. I got to re-enroll in college, uh, so I could do that. But like, I just want to be on a Jeopardy that I can win, uh, and, and I can't. I don't think regular Jeopardy I could win. No, and it specifically has to be Jeopardy. Yeah, because Jeopardy's the best one. I don't want to go okay. on uh, what Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune sucks. Imagine, imagine <laughs> if I went on Jeopardy and the the topics were like baseball, heavyweights, Bo Burnham, cat, yeah. uh, my cat Hobbs, and like <laughs> skinny Hobbs. guy, skinny guy problems, skinny guy problems. Yeah, how to find long but thin pants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, this is this is the luckiest day of my life. Somehow Ken yeah, Jennings well, still beats me. That son of a bitch. <laughs> That's there was a category on Celebrity Jeopardy because they're doing a tournament right now. So Thursdays are Celebrity Jeopardy. Is Katie night. Nolan in it? Katie Nolan is in it. Yes, she is my celebrity crush. I wanted to marry uh, Katie Nolan, but uh, she's married to that big-headed Dan Soder, <laughs> that unfunny hack Dan Soder. Yeah, he's very funny. Head. He's very funny, but I, I wish yeah. I wish he wasn't funny. But so, for, but for these for purposes, c- he's a hack. Yeah. For Celebrity Jeopardy, what is the level of celebrity that? is required to be on it doesn't yeah because like you're on the much. funniest you're on the funniest podcast 
on in the world. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's like there are people on the Celebrity Jeopardy that I've never heard of. Uh, and and then? So it seems like the barrier to entry is small, but I still <laughs> think that I need I need to get my profile up a little bit. What if I were to submit you and said he's a celebrity to me? You know what? Maybe Ken Jennings will be into because yeah. I could pass. I could pass the Celebrity Jeopardy pretest. I'm sh- I'm sure of it. I'm good yeah. at Celebrity. It's Jeopardy. it's like Katie Nolan, Chris Kattan, <laughs> some guy named Dusty. <laughs> yeah. <Like> I liked. <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> and then I'm looking around because I don't even re- realize that it's yeah. me. They're like, is that oh. the guy from? Is that the guy from the Shield? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll pretend to be Michael Chiklis if he gets me on Celebrity Jeopardy. No, I was in the Commish, uh, which was a funny cop show. Then I was in the Shield, which is more hard edged. You know, uh, yeah, I was you... also the I was also the thing in Fantastic Four. I know Michael Chiklis stuff. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, you could either you could either you know advocate for yourself or pretend to be another celebrity. It's true. Yeah. yeah, that might be the better. Which would be the easier route to get on the show? You know. Yeah, they're well, like man, I, man, but- method for for chickless man butterbean lost like two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah, oh, I could go as butterbean. <laughs> I have a funny antidote between rounds about the Johnny Knoxville knockout. Up Johnny yeah. Knoxville, yeah, yeah. And- it's actually my idea to do it in the farmers market. <laughs> yeah, uh, but tonight they had a category that was like uh, Oscar-winning movies in a nutshell. That was just the plot of these various Oscar-winning movies. Swept it. And man, to sweep, sweeping a sweeping a category in Jeopardy feel good. Uh, yep. Celebrity Jeopardy, lesser Jeopardy, still sweeped it. You know, but the problem is, don't they like donate the money to like charities or something? You don't get to keep that money. Yeah, that's fine. I told you, I'm not in it for the fortune. Oh, okay, sorry. Then, I just I just want to go on Jeopardy. Yeah, but uh, that's easy. We create a we cr- create a charity. Yeah, the charity for I'm, for me. I'm playing for Andrew's house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got a buddy named Andrew. He needs a house. Yeah, it's actually to raise money for a down payment for his house. How the housing <laughs> crisis? Am I right? And then I hit the little microphone. Yeah, anybody's listening. You're trying. To, you're trying to buzz in. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Um, I well, I need to become a celebrity. It's funny. We we both have reasons today. So reason. I can be driving in downtown L.A. in my Rivian truck. And slam into two cars, and then the side of a oh pizza God. place, and then TMZ hits me up the next day, and and I'm like, no, you know, it's fine. Alan Ruck <laughs> from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Cameron. Oh, he's the also in session. Yes, he's a very good actor. Okay. I, I like yeah. Alan Ruck um, as an actor, but he crashed his Rivian like comically into the side of a of a pizza place like half of his truck was inside this pizza place yeah like a 90 degree angle there's ranch dressing all over the place like i saw the video have you seen the video kai yeah i saw the video before like the the night of halloween and i didn't realize it was a celebrity it just said like uh hollywood on halloween and it had a car crashed into a building and then the next day it said who who it was did you see the video of him actually crashing the car? Oh, into the no, building? I just saw the car in the building. So this guy is at a stoplight. There's a car in front of him. His car is stopped. And then his car is going 60 miles an hour into the back of the car in front of him. And then into traffic where he almost T-bones somebody. He just hits like their wheel and spins them out. 
and then straight into a pizza place. I did he have a was there like an unruly hooker in the car? Like, did he have did he sneeze really hard and hit the accelerator pedal? Did somebody hack his Rivian? What happened? That's a funny thought process. Like, assume that they're not drunk or under the influence, and something just really bizarre is happening to them. Yeah, there's a bee in his car. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a bee for sure. My friend Jenny actually got in a car accident because she thought there was a spider on her. And it was a ladybug. (laughs) (laughs) I like that it was a different bug. It was just not the one that she thought it was. It was the most harmless bug in the animal kingdom. (laughs) The bug that the one bug that everybody's happy to see. It it was a drive through like at a fast food restaurant. So she didn't really hurt anybody. (laughs) I got I got rear ended in the drive through of a um, uh, maybe it was her. Yeah, Uh, it was a Derwiner schnitzel. I was, I got rear-ended and it was more annoying than like anything else. Cause I was at the window and then behind me, I was just sitting there waiting for my food. And all of a sudden, like the dude bumped me and I was like, um, oh, man, are you for real right now? Come on. I'm trying to yeah, have like, some wiener schnitzel. Yeah. I was like, what happened? What happened? How does that happen? And it was like, so then Bug. I had to pull over. To, <laughs> yeah. B, uh, we had to pull over to the, the side and I was it was the night that we played that gig, Andrew, at that dude's house. Oh, yeah. That yeah. hell gig. That, that yeah. gig sucked ass, but we got paid a lot of money to do yeah. it. That gig was good for like two thirds of it, uh, other than I had to put my drums on like a driveway, just yeah. straight up on a driveway. It was just like we find out that a guy is paying us more money than we've been paid for any gig ever, more money than we deserved to play his backyard. So we're like, Oh, yeah. Like when he had a big ass house, apparently. So we're like, oh, yeah, sick. This is going to be a sick house. Maybe he's got a pool. Maybe there's going to be like a bunch of like hoity toity attractive moms there, you know? And it ended up being just like a car park and it's 187 degrees outside and his backyard is dirt. I was going to say, I remember watching this video <laughs> and yeah. I was him like, where are they? Him and 11 dudes who d- uh, were unenthused. Yeah, they couldn't care less. That we were there, and his house looked like it was remodeled by Leatherface's family. Yeah, like I had to go inside at one point to use the restroom, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I, I, like, I don't want to go any further into this house." <laughs> to say that it needed attention would be uh, the kindest way that you could say it. What yeah, if that's it... what they were paying you so much for? Is that they were trying to murder you? <laughs> yeah, well, unsuccessful. They... they were like, "Oh, this dude's too good at drums." <laughs> they were too old and decrepit to have murdered us. They we played to a, like, like you said, like eleven people sitting on the patio, and they're all like seventy years old, and yeah, the the whole night, no one else showed up, <laughs> nobody left, so we didn't drive anybody out. It okay. was just those eleven people. And... Another theory could be they're there against their will. They were being oh, yeah. forced to watch you. Yeah. No, that totally like, could have been it. Like a get out situation. Yeah. And they, they yeah. were like, they were like, no country. And I was like, uh, they sold us <laughs> before that. And I, we tried it out. We played a country song and the frowns that slowly oh, no. started yeah. coming over. And we rocked these country songs. We did well. Of course. But yeah, um, Tennessee whiskey is like the best song we played. And we're like, do you want to deny <laughs> every country? Audience? It's not a cover band. Unfortunately, it's not a cover band show. If you don't play fucking Tennessee whiskey, unless yeah. you don't have somebody who can sing Tennessee whiskey, in which case put that shit in your pocket and leave it there because uh, <laughs> good luck. Do you guys want to see the Alan Ruck crash real quick? Yeah, I'd love nothing more. Yeah. Uh, can you see it? I'm with you. 
Where, okay, now, where am I supposed to be? Alan's right here. Okay. Sitting there. People have just crossed the street. Bang. Oh. oh. Bang. That's a more pizza place. <laughs> That's a more. That is he, uh He really rucked it up, am I right? Oh, <laughs> man. Good no. night, everybody. Man. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yeah, he is. That's that's my time for the night. Yep, that's. Uh, gets, I see the lights. Um, uh, tip your waiters. He, he gets he gets out of his car. He's covered in marinara. <laughs> he he climbs out. He's like, oh, I guess I really rucked that one up, didn't I? And everybody claps and. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah, we we have to drop. Actually, by LA statute, we have to drop all charges now. <laughs> no charges. They're they're not charging him. I just saw him no. right now. No. What the fuck? How could he? Have- <laughs> That's got to be a medical emergency, then. If, uh, like, something medical must have happened if they're not going to charge him. If you do that, right? You crash, bang, bang, pizza place, shit your pants immediately. <laughs> because yeah. then you can you can say seizure. You can say I don't know what happened. You, look, well, you think you know? I, I shit my pants. This is assuming you can, you can shit your pants on on command. Nope. Well, you forget not... Andrew. Yeah. I mean, Andrew's problem. Not everybody yeah. can shit their pants on command. That's just a party <laughs> trick I've got. <laughs> yeah. Doing it right I now. Name, I can name all the WWE champions and Andrew can just poop on command. Those are the yeah. two that's gotten us into lots of parties. It's also gotten us kicked out a lot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Both equally. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. either the bell of the ball or the hell of the ball. You know what hey. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't even call you up for your set yet. You've already <laughs> that is true. You've already used your closer. I'm, I'm running the light. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I need. What do you need celebrity for, Kai? I want to get on Jeopardy. Andrew wants to commit vehicular crimes. Yeah. Oh, do you know what I want celebrity for? And I thought about this for a long time. Um, the the thought process is like you're not ugly. You're just poor. And oh, yeah. if I was rich, I'd have a chef, I'd have a nutritionist, I'd have a trainer, I'd have plastic surgery, I'd, I'd have every. I would, there's no excuse not to be hot if you're rich. So unless, I need to be. Unless not being hot is, is your brand. Like Jack stupid. Black, <laughs> Jack Black needs to be not hot. Yeah, a hot Jack Black does nothing for me. The reason that Kai and I broke up is she said she wanted a trainer, and I hired Caesar Milan. <laughs> huh? Yeah, the dog whisperer. Huh? I got it. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, so I say I need to be a celebrity so that I can be hot, hot, hotter. Obviously, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I I applaud uh, Kumail Nanjiani for coming out and basically saying the same thing because he got super ripped mm-hmm. from the Eternals and everybody was like, oh, that's incredible. It's good for you, all of that. And he was like, well, Marvel paid for all of Like, yeah. all I had to do was eat the stuff and show up at the gym. So yeah. there's a little bit of effort, but like Marvel paid essentially for me to get in incredible shape for this yeah. movie. And that's what all those dudes do. Like you, the the nine pack that Leah that <laughs> Thor has is not achievable through normal means. No, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're also on steroids. Like, right. That's yeah. the funny thing. Kumail Nanjiani, former <laughs> Pakistani Third. alt comic, yeah, that used to used to uh, perform at comic book shops, and only Andrew knew who he was. Just took a bunch of steroids, and now he's in a Marvel movie. Right, yeah. he's, but he's true all, Captain not only, America. 
not only is Marvel probably just paying for all of this food and all of the trainers and everything, but they're also getting paid on top of that. So it's just right. a real, it's a real win. I, maybe I should be in a Marvel movie, but um, I always used to see these that. like, um, what are the tabloids after like celebrities had babies and they're like, how we lost the baby weight. And I'm like, bitch, you're rich. That's <laughs> yeah. how you lost the baby weight. I made I someone else. That. I paid someone else to watch my baby. And then I, I paid, paid someone else to have my baby. Like, yeah. I'm, I can't do it. It was so hard to work out a new menu with my personal chef. Yeah, exactly. As Dusty would say, I don't got it. I don't, I don't got it. I don't got it. Um, I don't got it. That's actually an interesting uh, thing to bring up because I was going to tell you, Kai, because Andrew doesn't care about this, but I'm not I'm not feeling the Marvel movies at the moment. Yeah. I'm, having a real pro- I'm having a real problem. Wait, 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 wait. Why do I not care about this? Hold on. I've been vindicated. Well, no, because you're hold not vindicated because you don't I just care saw, about any of them. I just I'm saw it saying, early on. I just saw it coming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ahead of my it's time. Gonna, it's going to get out of control. Yeah. Um. First of all, um, what I heard was that you missed me, and I appreciate that, and I miss <laughs> yeah. you too. Yeah. Um. Second of all, yeah, <laughs> like, no. it's not. It's not doing. It's not doing great. I've lost a lot of um interest in it, and I had a Marvel podcast. So if yeah, I right. lose interest, everybody's yeah. losing interest. You know, um, I, I haven't seen Loki yet, and I heard that it's really good. The second season, but I just haven't gotten around to it because, as Andrew knows, October is spooky month for me, so I haven't been watching anything else. But. Um, besides that, I just don't, I don't, I also don't care anymore. I don't know. What yeah, I don't got it. I don't got they beat, it. They beat well, Thanos. That was Welcome Thanos. to my world. Yeah. Uh, Won't you come you're, on in? By the end of this, you guys are going to hate the strangers. You're not giving uh, nope. any, you're not giving any credit to any of the preceding <laughs> movies leading up to Listen, Endgame. Uh, I I'll, I'll list the good I'm ones. I'm just saying now, post Endgame, that like, to to have to do the whole thing again where it's like okay here's all these movies and eventually they're gonna fight kang and like the ten thousand kang yeah. or whatever i'll probably get some so back into it at some point but it's hard to go back to the to the start yeah know? i mean there's a lot of things at play there it's just like i recently just went through like the end game process recently again and it was just so good and magical, but also like I just gotten oversaturated. They make too many movies per year. Like it's just, there's a lot of problems going on in the Marvel universe, but um, I do. I just miss that magic. That was, you know, phase one through three. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's recapturable and Chris Evans isn't there anymore. So what do I care? You know, <laughs> can, I, can I ask you guys a question? I, I'm going to be honest about this. This is a real conversation, no. not just being a jerk. Okay. <laughs> To really think about this mm-hmm. for the future of entertainment. Should it be recaptured? If you could flip yeah. a switch, <laughs> d- would you? Yeah, because the would, see, you froze. I know. You froze <laughs> when you said it. Marvel. Fucked up. They're after listen, you. They're listening. You, let, let, let me continue. Hold on. I hope my internet connection is unstable. Yeah, Those sons of bitches, the- bro. You're finished. <laughs> you know, you're already done. I'm not burying a, th- a third rate radio host, um, but. No, uh, so I think you wouldn't like film as a whole to move on from superheroes for a while. I think it's a situation if I can uh if I can <laughs> equate it to wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. Because oh, I equate everything to wrestling. Now Kai's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. So, like, as much as uh, people long for the days of kayfabe, you ju- it's just never going to happen. Yeah. So, like, they're going to keep making superhero movies. What I would like is an increase in quality in the superhero movies and possibly, yes, less superhero movies. If I could guarantee... Yeah. Like if the trade-off was you get one every two years, but the one you get is good, really good, say Captain America Civil War level good, then that's what I'll take. It's like a six and a half. They're not gonna (laughs) they're not gonna do that. They're gonna keep making superhero movies because they have no control. Like even if Marvel went away, the DC or somebody else, they're gonna keep making them. Because the baseline for the money they make is so high. Like, so, you know, if I could snap my fingers and get rid of the whole thing and then restart it, then maybe. But you can't, you know, there's no half measures. So I just want better movies. They're going to keep making them anyway. I just want them to be better. I think, like, when it first started, it was one per year, if I remember correctly, when at the very beginning of, like, how Marvel was doing this. And then it just got so successful that they were like, why don't we make five per year? And then when you make five of something per year, it's just going to go down in quality. I'd yeah. Like Dusty said, I'd rather have one great movie per year than five mediocre movies per year. So hopefully they and, get it together. And the eternal, like the eternals fucked it up. The eternals is so, was so bad. And that was coming off the heels of the greatest success. Yeah. Like, and then I watched the Eternals and I was like, I don't, I don't care about any of this <laughs> at all. And now I have to invest not in one new character. I have to invest in like 11 new yeah. characters that all seemingly have unstoppable power sets. Right. And like where were they? Whatever. Thanos was <laughs> killing half the universe. Like exactly. Well, that's you know, a lot. So, that's a thought process. A lot of the time you're like, where is everybody else <laughs> when things are yeah. happening? <laughs> Well, the, the thing, the funny thing is the, the opposite works too. Cause like in civil war, when they're like, well, we need to have laws to keep these superheroes in check. And like, well, the supervillains aren't kept in check. So yeah. who like, of course the Avengers are going to go There's, fuck some stuff up, but like, who do who do you want to fight them? The murder robots. That's, the that's a the murder robot. Hey, Dusty, I'd like to, I'd like to thank you for a perfect argument against gun control. <laughs> the look, <laughs> Listen, a, if, a if, if with a gun is better than o- a bad only thing. only criminals will have superhero powers, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's like so, Dusty, you said we got to start all this shit again. Like we got to get invested and we got to watch all this shit again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why don't we take a break? You know, like well, let's I'm, let's I'm just. Well, get, we are kind of break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's there. all. That's all I said. I didn't say. Do you predict that they will do this? I said if you had a switch to flip. Would you have them stop making superhero movies for the most part for a little bit? For the most part. I can agree with that. Okay. Yeah. I'm not except opposed Aunt, to the idea. Except for Ant-Man. Listen, yeah. I liked the second uh, Black Panther. Yeah, it was really that. good. I saw like a baby yeah. in that movie, actually. <laughs> but yeah. that's not surprising. <laughs> like, I don't care about the Marvels. I'll watch it because yeah. it exists. But like the there's no the stakes are at this point 
undefined really because i'm like well they're gonna beat whoever this person is because it's just (laughs) the marvel's movie well it's tricky because there's a lot of great plot lines in like the marvel comic book universe outside of thanos so it's not like thanos is the only good storyline in the marvel comic book universe but um so they can still do a lot of great things with these movies it's just i think that yeah i think that they need to kind of reassess it and i think that they are to an extent like i think that they with uh bob Iger back i think that they were like changing things up and they recently fired like their special effects person like so they're making some changes so you never know it could it could turn around i hope it does yeah i would say the other thing to consider that's hard is like in a comic like in the comics they always reset or they have new people or they like they rewrite the story from the beginning again but like in the movies because there's been so many movies like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Chris Evans is Captain America. And like now that all of those guys are gone and you've uh, you've taken so much, you've spent so much time with those characters, I think it does hurt it to a certain degree that it's like, well, now we're going to have new uh, Captain America, who's the Falcon, who's fine, but it's not. Yeah, it's not the same. And then if they recast Iron Man, it's di- I like for some reason it feels different than Batman because like, bleh, you know, because they're all supposed to be one universe of movies. Yeah, so um, they're up know. against some stuff <laughs> as well. Yeah, they're up. They're up against a wall. But like, it's it's just like an interesting question because was Marvel so successful because of like a certain time in like movie history and it just like struck gold for where it was with people going to the theaters because i mean people aren't going to the theaters as much anymore either so it's just like after no, covid it was kind of tricky so it's me alone holding the industry <laughs> it's definitely not Kill- andrew yeah i saw killers of the flower moon twice so they can send me my award whenever they want i, I put I, I put over 100 100 people into a movie theater the other day okay That's i true. bring people to movie theaters i don't just myself like to go to movie th- well i like going to movie theaters i just i, I listen it's like number thirty-seven on my favorite list of thing, my list of things to do. Like, and I've got two hours a week. I'm gonna go play golf. I'm gonna do nothing. I'd rather do nothing. Yeah. Um But for real, how is Flower Moon? You it saw it very, twice. Yeah, because I went and saw it by myself, and then I went and saw it with my buddy. Uh, Isn't it like four hours long? It's three and a half hours long. That's fucking Christ, uh, Christ Dusty. <laughs> whatever man you know yeah i guess i like going to the movies (laughs) so uh it is very good it is very long and it doesn't feel like it needs to be as long to be as good so she said that's weird like (laughs) all three of those things uh, yeah uh like i'd uh and it's just very sad like a, a, I guess, slight spoiler alert. For no, don't spoil that movie. Don't spoil well, that movie. Just, <laughs> don't even just... don't even approach spoiling a Scorsese movie. He's in your house right now. Yeah, yeah. He's old, <laughs> dude. I'll, I'll whip Marty Scorsese's ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and all his friends are old. Robert De Niro's old. Pesci's old. Uh, like, I. It's it's a movie where the ending is extraordinarily dissatisfying, but that's because what happened in real life is extraordinarily dissatisfying. So like mm-hmm. you leave, I kept waiting for it to get to like the next gear, like say the departed or Goodfellas or whatever, but like that's not what actually happened. And so in the end, it's just like, Oh, well 
some people went to jail and some so people it, so it seems like it. you didn't like this movie correct <laughs> no it's it's great it's just the end is a bummer like i left the theater just being like this sucks the world sucks <laughs> people are bad yeah. so that like, seems like that movie sucks i don't understand you're no, like it's it, too long it's a little really sad he's not really allowed like to say ending. it stinks <laughs> no 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 allowed to say I, it stinks it's like the music's great uh robbie oh, robertson good. of the band uh, scored it before he died the acting's really good the woman who plays leonardo dicaprio's wife was really great like it's got all the stuff the scorsese movies got it's just at the end <laughs> i was left very dissatisfied but there's no ending to that movie that could be satisfying because it's based on a real thing and the real yeah. thing that happened oh. is also terrible hey dusty's got a cat <laughs> get out of in my, ca- out of my camera view Listen, this is the cat that likes me the least too. I we'd rather see, I, we'd rather see that. I uh, love it. <laughs> real quick, she's wonderful. She just doesn't. She likes Sarah way more than she likes me. Uh, I, the cat I, that likes me isn't in here. So I got a question for you guys. Let the people see you. Come here, Sasha. How old is Joe Pesci? Seventy-two. Seventy-eight. The man is a cool eighty years old. Maybe <laughs> eighty-one. <laughs> He's as old as Marty. Marty Scorsese? Yeah. Uh, I just saw that he was married to Angie Everhart. You guys know who Angie Everhart is? I got just, for you. She's a redheaded fox is what she is. <laughs> but they got married when he, she was 31. He was 57. And he's like four feet tall. <laughs> and she's like six feet tall. Maybe she thought it would get her on Celebrity Jeopardy. I have to see a picture of these two people together. Hold on. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe that's she... a reason to be a celebrity. You get to date yeah. hot chicks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Joe Pesci got Angie Everhart. <laughs> what are we doing here? I think, isn't De Niro married to somebody significantly younger than him, too? I think De Niro, they are. De Niro yeah. just got somebody pregnant. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they just had a baby or she had a baby. They did and not have a baby. De Niro's older than Pesci. Really? Bobby yeah. D? Yeah, De Niro, I think like 80. Hold on. I might be wrong. I think the common denominator in Hollywood is that most old guys are married to significantly younger women. He's yeah. he's 80 yeah. He's eighty on the dot. Um, look at this picture. Look at this picture. Look at that. She <laughs> is really pretty. It's blurry and she's I pretty. I know, it's blurry. Look <laughs> at this. Look at that. Pesci's looking okay, though, for 80. I mean. Well, that, no, that's like not she's an 80. This is this this a long time ago. There's a long this this they were they were married from 2000 to like 2003 eight or hold on he got rid of her as soon as she left her prime you know 2008 <laughs> good for him um so she's like, fuck that bro that is yeah it's a crime against humanity there's far too many creepy things to have to think about if you start thinking about it you know yeah once they're 30 I don't think it's a problem you know what I mean well look, no just like how young was she picture. How young was she whenever she watched Home Alone with Joe Pesci, you know, and then later? Oh, my God. I'm thinking about, like, watching that movie and being like, I want that guy. Well, she was 30. She was 30 in 2000. So she was in her 20s during Home Alone. That's oh, not okay. necessarily who I'd go after in that movie. Sure. I don't know who I would go after. Daniel Stern. hundred percent is Daniel Stern. Okay. Daniel Stern is a good partner. He comes home every night. That's he true, probably makes right. dinner twice a week. You know, right. <laughs> he has a, his days. He's yeah. not Pesci. He is the funky, sticky bandit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's true. I definitely don't want to be married to a 
Kevin McAllister's dad. That guy seems like a jerk and forgets his son (laughs) twice (laughs) on trips. Would you rather be married to a guy who's in a group called the Wet Bandits or the Sticky Bandits? Is this a real question? You really want me to answer? Uh... (laughs) That's a tough one, huh? Yeah. He doesn't tell you what the club is. Wet, <laughs> wet, band, wet bandit. I think I'm going. I think I'm going wet bandits because sticky has to be something gross, right? Yeah, you're just wondering what is sticky. Which, which, what, what is the sticky item? Wet. There's a chance it's water. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you can get dry. The solution to wet is easier than like sticky. <laughs> that is true. You know, that is easier true. to deal with. <laughs> yeah. If it's a problem, you know, it's easier to deal with one than the other. <laughs> Uh, Angie yeah, Everhart, uh, man. <laughs> okay, Andrew. I'm stuck on. Really, imagine the the pitch meeting for Home Alone two. Like Home Alone one did so much fucking business. We have to make a second movie with this kid. What happens in the second movie? Same thing. Does he get left home alone again? And that's that's it. They just put him in New York. The exact same thing happens to him. How? How was it possible? You know what? Bad that movie's that movie's the movie's pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Home Alone Two: Lost in New yeah. York. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. That might need a critical Tim reevaluation. Curry? Tim Curry. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll, Tim Curry. We'll do that I'm, one. We'll do that one for for yeah. Christmas. But not oh, Tim okay. Curry Monkey. The Tim the, Curry Monkey is not. Listen, in... it's got the the best goddamn president this country's ever had in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know FDR you was alive when, <laughs> yeah. uh, when George Washington. Was. Yeah, they, <laughs> it's got the pigeon lady, the creepy pigeon lady. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, I saw uh, like a meme that like transcribes what the the conversation that he has with the pigeon lady, and it's like profound. I can't. I'm not. I can't remember what it was, but it's like about like being alone or something like that, or like yeah, or like something she regrets in her life or something, and he says something like super like nice and profound and deep to her and like i just remember as a kid being like get this fucking lady off my screen (laughs) and start building the goldberg shit i don't care yeah Yeah. are you gonna throw some thumbtacks down and push this bitch onto (laughs) (laughs) it's a completely different movie in that case yeah she says some shit about family or whatever you think a pigeon lady doesn't have wisdoms you think she? I don't know, man. Pretty unwise to hang out with pigeons. Yeah. That's a dirty I don't bird. Like birds. <laughs> birds freak me out, so I don't trust her. I don't hang out with pigeons. That's a dirty bird. Yeah. I also we'll write a like... character that says that. <laughs> I also okay. don't like birds. They're they're the worst pet. I don't uh, fuck birds. I, yeah. I don't yeah. trust them at all. I'm sorry, anybody out there who has a bird as a pet, but <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you Ugh. get a dog or a cat. Yeah, pick one yeah. of those. You could have multiple if you want. Two, two within reason. Is there another animal, a pet that is like reasonable about to have? Other small animal, like other I, small mammals. I don't like that. gerbils. Oh, uh, yeah, they freak I'm me cool. out. I'm cool I with like, like rats. Rats are pretty nope. dope. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, my nope. my friend had a rat, and I was he was like, "You want to hold the rat?" And I was like, oh, "I'm good." I think yeah. See, <laughs> immediately. I, no, I say no to like I'll never hold a reptile. For as long as I live, it won't happen unless like one of them's beating up my 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 cat and I got to pick it up or something like yeah. that. But like, uh, I I held a friend's rat one time. They got little scratchy claws. They can't they can't retract. So that's a little tough sometimes. But they just kick it, man. They just hang out, looking Here, ugly. Here's the thing. Like me. Here's the thing. I can't have anything like that because 
what's go- going to inevitably happen is that the the Richard lid will Gere be situation. left. The, the lid will be left off the the enclosure, and it will crawl across my face while I'm sleeping, and yeah. I will never recover. I'll never recover. So That's, those can't be in my house. You'll never financially recover. I'll never from, financially so. recover from that. Uh, you know what? You know what's a sneaky good pet? A pig. I want a pig. Pigs are sneaky good pets. Pigs are really smart. They're smart enough to where you feel bad once you realize how smart they are. They <laughs> that we eat yeah. the shit out of them. I know. They're also yeah. delicious. Yeah, uh, right. That's their problem. Their main problem <laughs> is they're not smart enough to not be delicious. Yeah, um, you got to figure I, that out. Is that a line? <laughs> Somebody say that. I don't know. That if it is, I if not, that's going in my set. Yeah, you gotta, Andrew, you gotta write that. Writing movies over here. Yeah. You gotta write that down if that's not a line. But I feel like that's a that's a line. Someone um, has to have said it. I'm they're sure. so cute uh, too. And I snore when I laugh, so I feel like we're kindred spirits. It's, so it's I've always wanted a pig. Right, yeah. Uh I, I was into fish. I like fish. A, nope. to a certain degree. You because you can be a fish guy. I'm not fish on board. Guy is a problem. But like a couple of fish. What? Fish it's so much upkeep. For what? For what, Dusty? Yeah, the, <laughs> for it's, what? It's a moving decoration yeah. that you're that you're trapping and torturing. I'll get you a lava lamp. Like, I don't know. What do we need a fish for? Hold on. on. Let's not make this a referendum on owning fish. (laughs) Yeah. All right. right, Listen, it is a referendum on owning fish. Let them motherfuckers swim. Couple cool fish. You might as well get a picture of a fish. It doesn't know you. It doesn't care about you or like you. It hates you. I can watch it do stuff. No, he's probably happy. If he were in the ocean, that fish would be dead as shit. So he's happy that he's alive. But what does it do for you that a video of a fish wouldn't do for you? That's what I don't. God, they're sexy, huh, Dusty? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can can get real close (laughs) with my own peepers. I can see them. Uh, (laughs) Tap on the on the tap on the screen. That's upsetting them. Don't tap on the glass. That's their house. (laughs) I I think being in the glass is upsetting them. Yes, telling you, left to their own devices, dead as shit. Did you not like, see Finding Nemo? Listen, they weren't happy. At your house, probably dead as shit. Like no, I take I take good care of my fish, dude. My fish lived a long time. Big old fat <clears> fish. <laughs> yeah, they were they were happy fish. How often uh, do you have to clean a tank for a fish? Uh depends. So, yeah. I mean, you don't have to ever, you don't have to ever really ever clean yeah, it. You don't you have to feed it yeah. underline, but uh you probably want to clean it out probably every like month or so. Every so month like, or six oh my weeks, God. you can get a pump, you can get algae eaters, Too you can much. do all kinds of stuff if you want, you know, dude, I don't but listen. They becoming a fish. I had a friend who became a fish guy for a while. Yeah. And Just, it was like too much, too much. Did he, did he have a, fish. Did he have a curly a mustache? No, he just had like four fish tanks and like essentially had to have a generator to power all the fish tanks. This guy had a problem. You, they they got to have like. You know how yeah, they have yeah. like like hoarders and extreme extreme cheapskates and shit. They got to yeah. make a show about people who are addicted to owning fish. There's something psychologically wrong with them. Well, and like for different fish, the pH balance of the water has to be different, and like you have to like if you have tropical fish, it has to Bro, be different. Stop. D- this guy's this guy's got to get busier. This guy's yeah. got to like. And he was like telling me about it. And then we went to the fish store one time, and I was like, all these fish, like they all essentially look the same to me. I know they're different. But like, yes. it's just a fish, you know? The like, only thing that's cool is a starfish. I'd have a starfish. Those are cool. Starfish besides, don't have brains. You know that? That's why I like them. Yeah. Brainless. That's, that's how you pick them. That's how I pick them. 
What about an octopus? <laughs> that one will leave I, you. <laughs> actually, having an octopus would be having an octopus would be sad because octopus are very smart. Octopi. Octopi. And they escape yeah, too, Dusty. They would have. Yeah, they're like wicked too. smart. Oh yeah, an octopus kill you given the chance. Yeah, you wake I'm up with good. it just on your face. Oh my, that's like a new fear unlocked. And, and then, I don't want to think then your, about your that. spouse, your your octopus is wrapped around your face, and your spouse walks in, and the octopus like camouflages to look like your face. <laughs> it's like the face hugger from Alien. Andrew yeah. wouldn't notice the difference if an octopus was on my face. No, I'd just be like, "Do you know where the remote is?" <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> did you did you eat my 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 pizza? I'm gonna clock some hours on Overwatch. Is that all right? Yeah. And just walk out. Cat needs food anyway. <laughs> Uh, last uh maybe last thing uh so i have a terrifying story if you're worried <laughs> for the particular thing you're worried about kai which is okay. uh i used to live in a house that because the there was like a water line right by where i lived we would get like water bugs and stuff like in the house mm-hmm. and like i had traps and i had all the stuff and I tried to keep a very clean house so that they wouldn't get in the house. Uh, water bug crawl across my face while I was sleeping. And I had to like grab it and chuck it across the room. But then I lived there for like years afterwards. And only for the amount of time I lived there, the amount of times that uh, water bug crawled on my face, very small. <laughs> like, uh... It's too many times. It's too many times. <laughs> Like an acceptable amount, you know, like there's an acceptable no. amount. It's like less than 25. <laughs> yeah. Like there's an acceptable amount of like uh, animal product that goes into everything where the factory is just like, well, we can't do anything about that. There's going to be some fur in your uh, ground meat or whatever. There's an acceptable amount. This was an acceptable amount of some fur. In your also, I... do you have to say, Water bug. <laughs> Every time you say, it. yeah, water bug. Oh, water bug. Water bug. Yeah. Water bug. You ever? You ever, like you, ever you ever come across a water bug? Oh, uh, water bug. <laughs> I, I actually just realized I suppressed something. Um, okay. I don't know when it was. It was in the past few months. I can't remember. I think I was probably sleeping in my in my apartment. I felt something. I I was awoken to something crawling on my face. I grabbed the thing. I felt it die in my hand. Like I felt it. <laughs> And then I went back to sleep. Forgot I did that until now. <laughs> Never so, went to look at what it was. Could have been gone. a ladybug. Yeah, it just got so hot. <laughs> Could have been so a bee. Out. You know? I can tell you one thing. One small. Yeah. No, that was, that you was felt big, the crunch. That was big, yeah, and the school and the and the juice. Andrew, Andrew. I just went right back to sleep. <laughs> You're I was tired. I'm a tired boy. Yeah, that was oh, food for hops. Uh, all right, check this he probably, out. He probably licked it off my hand as I slept. <laughs> All right, check this out. Speaking oh, of unwanted visitors in your home, <laughs> boom, hit the theme hey. song. <laughs> Transitions. Oh, yeah, theme song. But, but it's, okay, I'm not going to play the theme song again. We did the, the intro at the beginning. We're not used to this anymore, remember? We just go straight into the, the strangers. Theme song oh, at the beginning, we, t- we do the intro. I feel like you unilaterally decided that without no, because, telling me. No, that's what we've been doing for like 50 episodes in a row, Dusty. <laughs> Guys. After, at the end of the show, I then record the intro. Do you? Do you yeah, have a tumor? I record the intro. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all my right. transition. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. We're keeping it. We're keeping it. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, I don't edit. 
That's yeah. not real. Uh, I used to send Andrew edits, and then I realized he wasn't going to edit it. So. No, we don't need, <laughs> we, we do it live. We don't need to do it live. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very busy. Um, so uh, this was supposed to be last week, but Kai got lazy and um, didn't feel like. Uh, isn't that right, Kai? And that what happened? Yep. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, she doesn't fight me anymore. Um, nope. We this was a uh, part two of our spooky movie series. First one we did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, the second one we didn't know what we were going to do for a while. And then uh, Kai watched The Strangers, which is on Kai's list of movies that she watches every ha- Halloween, uh, every October. And uh, I hated The Strangers when I watched it the first time. I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Or was this two, 2008? For 15 years, whenever somebody asks me what my least favorite movie of all time was, Oh, come on. I would say The Strangers. I fucking hated that movie when I watched it. What happened to you at the theater when you watched this movie? Are you okay? It might have been the bug thing. Maybe that's what happened. Um, (laughs) But um, I have now, I have since, I haven't seen it again for 15 years until yesterday. Because I said I'd only watch it for podcasts. Kai didn't initially want to do The Strangers because she didn't want me to, as she put it, Yuck her yum. Sounds like yes. a euphemism. Um, <laughs> as he as he usually does. <laughs> I'm a big yum yucker, apparently. That's, <laughs> I've grown a reputation as a yum yucker. Uh, so, last night I watched The Strangers. Does anybody want to start? Do you want me to start? I'm nervous. Well, I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Um, that I think we should dive into, which is, Kai, what... What is the spooky movie list that you watch in Octo- in October? How did it, how did that come to be? That's a great question. I don't remember when it started. I think I've like always maybe like college I would start watching similar movies every year. Um but probably after I graduated college I created a started to create a list. The thing is is I don't always get to all of them so I I shouldn't say that I watch them every October. Because like this October somehow magically flew by and I don't know what happened. I feel like I blacked out and it was over. But um, yeah, I I have a, a healthy mix of horror films, uh, like childhood nostalgia films that I like to watch. I'm a big Halloween fan. So um, Halloween's my favorite holiday. I love scary movies even without Halloween, but I kind of tend to try and reserve my favorite scary movies for the month of Halloween to get into the spooky spirit, if you will. Um, so yeah, I have a list of movies that I watch, try to watch every year. I've, I've so. got the list here. We've got, uh, well, this is the list that you sent us. Is this the exhaustive list? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, kind of a Christmas movie. I don't know. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, Beetlejuice, Ghostbusters, Rocky Horror Picture Show, It, Hereditary, The Conjuring, 28 Days Later, The Strangers, the Shining, Scream, and Sinister. Dusty, I've got a question for you. Okay, thank you. Um, I've got a question for you, uh, Dusty. What is it? <laughs> it. <laughs> you say, what is it? Uh, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a Faith No More song. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, a Sorry, lot of, guys. there's a lot of callbacks to, to bits that Andrew and I used to just do at the bank. And for like 10 minutes one time, it was just like, what is it? What you is say, it? what is it? Uh, Sounds like a good time so, between you two. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
we're we're a lot of fun you know yeah i know oh we i know time. we have a good time um so you said every year you try to add a movie so right. yeah, so how I have I have weird <laughs> exhaustive rules for myself, especially around holiday times. I'm like a big stickler for tradition. Um obviously more normally accepted for Christmas. People have Christmas movies that they watch every year, but I make rules for myself for Halloween. So um I like I, traditions. Huh? I like traditions. Traditions Thank are good. you. Thank yeah. you so much. Um so I try to try to get through that list, but a requirement is that I have to watch a scary movie that I've never seen before in October as well. And it doesn't necessarily have to go on to the list for future years, but I have to see a new movie. Um, this year, the horror movie that I had never seen before was Talk to Me. Oh, yeah. we t- Yeah, we talked about this. I thought mm-hmm. that was really good. I enjoyed it was that movie. Very good. I yeah. really, really enjoyed it. Um, freaked me out. So is I is it going to make the yearly list. I don't know. <laughs> I have to think about it. <laughs> the one, the one quibble, not in a bad way, but the one quibble I have with your list is like you could not pay me to watch Hereditary any more times that I've watched it. It's great. I don't ever want to watch it again. I'd watch uh, it again. That one, <laughs> that one, Hereditary and Cabin in the Woods are usually. I never miss them. So I watch those every year, no matter what. I, I watched both of those last month. Um, so I love Hereditary and it, and it gets a little more interesting every time I watch it. So um, yeah, I don't know when, why you wouldn't watch that again. It's a great movie. Watched it two times. Don't need to watch <laughs> it enough. anymore. When, That's when how she, I feel uh, about The Exorcist. Yeah. I've never seen The Exorcist. When I've seen any of The Exorcist movies, I kind of want to watch them. I like, I okay. like like being scared when she is cutting her head off with oh, piano man. wire in hereditary. Yep. I'm not there for it. <laughs> Hot Christ. I did yeah. not like that. You know uh, what? Stick with me more was when she's slamming her head into the attic door over and over again. I don't like head things in movies. I've realized like when people get their heads smashed in, not that anyone likes it, but like for some sure. reason that really, really freaks me out. Like in, um, American History X, where he gets curb stomped. Mm. Like, I can't. I can't handle those things. That one fucked every. Uh, the sound of that one. They mm. found the perfect sound to screw everybody up. And I think yeah. actually the worst part of that scene is the sound. Go on the curb is the, the worst sound part of, of his teeth hitting the cement when he puts mm-hmm. his when yeah. he actually puts his mouth on there. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what it was. That's what it sounds like. I mean, he literally put his teeth on cement. Like, yeah. Ugh, it's rough. Yuck. And like um uh Game of Thrones where he gets his eyeballs smashed in. Like I'm not good with head smashing. And I crush her head like these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I hereditary is very, very good. It's amazingly well made, but it falls into because most horror movies don't scare me or really affect me, but it falls into the very small uh window of things that like really creep me out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I I'm uninterested in watching it more times. Like, uh, sort that of. That one stuck with feel... me for a few days. That one stuck yeah. with me. Yeah, and it's it's probably all the the devil worship and all that shit that's at the end because I'm you know I grew up very religious, right? Yeah, just, even even still, it puts me off tilt. Even though I'm I'm not you know that person anymore, it's still like oh I don't like yeah. that. Like that <laughs> that all. topic is is hard. It's I think it's one of the scariest things for me too. That's why I can't really watch The Exorcist again because it like yeah. really fucked me up in a in a weird way because of my religious upbringing. But um, 
I just love like the emotional roller coaster that you go on with hereditary. Like you don't know. I mean, you don't if you've seen it before, but you don't know if she's crazy or if these things are really happening right. for a majority of the movie. And you're second guessing yourself throughout the movie. And I never really experienced a movie that has done that to me as a watcher as much as Hereditary ever did. So I love it. It's exciting. It reminded me a lot of uh, Rosemary's Baby from Mm -hmm. that perspective where it's like you don't know if she's crazy or if it's real. And that's sort of the crux. And I went and saw it not knowing anything about it. I just saw the Rotten Tomatoes score was like a 90 something. And I was yeah. like, well, I have a free evening. I'll go see this movie that looks like an emotional family drama. And then <laughs> oh, in the third true. act, whenever it gets all like hail Satan, I was like, whoa, whoa what's happening? What happened? This- yeah. You, so Tony, you, weren't, Tony- you weren't like, whoa, when the ugly girl's head came off? <laughs> nah. Uh, well, uh, actually, that's the thing where I was like, there's no way that they're going to kill this little girl. <laughs> and, uh, and there's no way girl. that they're going to decapitate. <laughs> This the like if she dies, it's certainly not going to be via decapitation by uh by pole and then yeah. both, you know both and then things. and then sure and sure then, shit sure it enough, is it was, yeah. I mean? and now I know when I watch Ari Aster movies, I go in being like, okay, something really messed up is going to happen in this movie, and I just yep. have to wait until it does. So, I love Ari Aster movies. I actually dressed uh, up as an Ari Aster movie this Halloween. Yeah, so. I saw your Midsommar. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched Bo is Afraid yet, but I will. I haven't yeah. watched that either. And I've, I've heard that I, I I just heard a lot of mixed reviews about that movie. So I don't know if I want to watch it, but he does make great movies. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So Hereditary has become like Clockwork Orange for me. Yeah. Years. I, I, I only watched Clockwork Orange if someone I knew hadn't seen it and wanted mm-hmm. to watch it You're like okay fine because you i think it's a great movie people who like movies you should at least watch it once but i never watch it for fun i'm never like oh it's a saturday i should well, i'll throw the clockwork orange on <laughs> i'm done i've seen it i've yeah, but like it. don't you want to be spooked out in october like isn't that the whole point of october you know what i mean like obviously <laughs> i'm not gonna watch it in the middle of april but like during <laughs> halloween month i don't not? know too spooky too spooky i don't need i don't need it you know okay question then what do you guys think think of my list do you think there's anything that's missing um no i think i like obviously it's based on taste i mean i if I, I was i've been i've been th- yes i've been thinking about like what my list would be and it's probably like for anybody who's listened to this no surprise obviously like texas chainsaw massacre the original mm-hmm. goes on there jaws is probably on there is Jaws a, is Jaws a horror film? Do you think? I mean, the sharks eating people. I would not like it. <laughs> and it fu- and it fucked up an entire generation of children. Yeah, uh, it, comedy. It scares, it scares yeah. me. You know, like, I, or I, did yeah. when I was a kid. But um, I would I would put the original Halloween on there. First one. I don't yeah. really love slasher films. I think Scream I came a lot around to later in my life, but typically I don't have a lot of slasher films besides the movie that we're talking about tonight. But yeah. like uh the tr- typical like Jason or Halloween or any of those movies, I don't really I never really connected very much with. I'm sorry, Jacob. Yeah, I, really I was gonna to say this. please please apologize to my dear brother. Yeah. Um so sorry. He's thrown his phone against the wall. I just I just <laughs> um, love the original Halloween so much. Uh Jamie Lee yeah, it's Curtis a very, it's is a, perfect. It's, it's a very effective movie. Like it's yeah. it's great. Um, right. Alien, I would probably put on there. Alien is uh very scary to me. Yeah. 
that like was on, that was on my list at one point. I might have taken it off though. Um. So what, I'd rather watch the thing. What about the thing. what about uh Men in Black? Is that a horror movie or is that a Halloween movie? October movie? Nah. No. Nah. Yeah. I think it's sci-fi. It's like a summer More blockbuster. Than... You know. Well, yeah. sure. But where do we draw not... the line? <laughs> it's not spooky. Listen, if it, if, it, if, <laughs> if it if it if it's if it's whatever the heart desires. You know, if you want to watch. Oh yeah, unless you like it, then if you, you know. If you want to watch My Girl. <laughs> that's a fine. Scary movie. Could Just be the scary. Yeah. Yeah. Out bee allergies are scary. Yeah. Um, all right, Andrew, do you want to kick it off by giving us the patented Idell one minute synopsis? He, he can't scream without his glasses. Uh, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me try. Um, so, uh, Liv Tyler and Luke Rockhold, uh, uh, Dusty's only Dusty's gonna get that one. Luke Rockhold is a UFC fighter who looks a lot like this guy in this movie, the Speedman feller. But uh, Liv Tyler and Luke Rockhold uh, were our boyfriend, and they're together. And then they come home real sad from like some shit, right? And they're dressed like uh, all nice. And he had the whole place dressed up to to with, with, with the like corny ass roses all over the place. But he's taking you to this weird like cabin. I mean, well, I guess it's all anyway. And uh, you slowly find out the only thing that you know about these two sons of bitches is that uh, Luke Rockhold tried to propose to Liv Tyler and Liv Tyler said no. And then um, Luke Rockhold leaves to go get something. Well, this weird things start happening. Luke Rockhold leaves to go get. Oh, girl knocks on door. That's what happens. Girl knocks on the door and is like, is Tamara here? And they're like, no, it's four in the morning. What are you doing? She's like, oh, whatever. See ya. And she leaves. And then Luke Rockhold leaves to go do something. And then uh, Liv Tyler is just in a haunted house now. And she tries to plug in her phone. Her phone's now gone. A bunch of people knocking on all the shit. And then uh, they start. Uh, Luke Rockhold comes back and is like, what's going on? She's like, there's people here. He's like, there's no people here. And he starts like looking in the bathtubs and shit. Even though he said she said that they were outside. And then uh, he uh, they fight. You know, the, the, the people find him. And then uh, the guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia shows up and he gets his head fucking blown kapooey. And then um, they uh, continue to get chased by these people in really weird and awkward and nonsensical ways. And then uh, it turns out they're sitting on a chair. Uh, they finally get caught. They're sitting in chairs. The people take their masks off. We don't see them their, their faces. Why would we need to, you know? And then... Uh, the uh, main guy, they stab Luke Rockhold twice. They stab Liv Tyler once. And um, well, before she's like, why are you doing this? He's like, because you were home. Fucking jerk off motion with your hand. And then um, they they both are laying on the ground. There's blood everywhere. And there's two little missionary kids walking down the street. And the villains see the missionary kids and are like, can we have one of your pamphlets? And the guy's like, are you a sinner? He would never. Anyway. She's like, sometimes, and she, 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 the kid hands her a pamphlet and they drive away. She's like, it'll be easier next time. And then the kids walk in, find the two dead bodies, do not react at all to two dead people covered in blood in a house covered in blood, try to put a pamphlet on one of the people. And then one of them wakes up and screams in the movie ends. The Strangers. <laughs> so, what'd you think, Andrew? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, let me, uh, let me get this out of the way. Okay. I think mm -hmm. that there are some very scary and effective uh, parts of this movie. I also think this is a bad movie. Okay. So, 
This movie okay, could also guys. just be called. This movie could also just be called Jamie's really terrible night. Like, yeah, that, I was thinking Jamie. the same thing. Like, this is a rough night. Yeah, Jer- Jer- Jamie's fucking worst night ever is what this movie could yeah. be called. Um, I think that. Uh, so where we're gonna disagree is, I think that you, that Andrew is going to, uh, and he got. I could be wrong, but I think Andrew is going to say that not knowing who the killers are and them not having a motive and never seeing their faces makes it less scary. I think it makes it more scary. I do too. I, <laughs> I think it's so scary. I think okay. the idea of random, like that it's just a random piece of violence that so happens to befall these people yeah. is what is the, the engine that makes the movie go. Otherwise there's, there's really no movie. Right. Uh, so happens. wait, before Andrew, <laughs> gets a chance to dive in i did the opposite of what andrew did so i've always liked this movie since i was in high school which means i might not have the most discerning eye because there's a nostalgia factor playing in here right but i've always enjoyed it i've always thought it was scary it always freaks me out every time i watch it so i went into this time because you guys have been what's the opposite of hyping a movie up (laughs) Unhyping. Uh, we've been we've been uh, preaching flaccidity, <laughs> denigrating the movie. Yeah, denigrating, spitting on its grave um, <laughs> of this movie. So I went into this movie thinking, should I not like this movie? <laughs> like, am I missing something? And I have to tell you <laughs> that I can't figure out why I should not like this movie. I love this movie. <laughs> And I don't know what's wrong with me or what that says about me, but I went into it with a more discerning eye this time. And I still was because it's, it's effective. Like Dusty said, like it's, it's a scary concept. Mm -hmm. Um, It's probably one of the reasons like I check behind me if I'm home alone. Like it's, I think it's ingrained in a lot of women, my age's brain because we watched it at such a young age. So it like, literally stuck with me for the rest of my life in terms of like something I should be afraid of. Um, so maybe it's a female thing. <laughs> I don't know, but I can't figure <laughs> out why it's, I can't figure out why it's bad. And I need you guys to explain it to me because I can't figure it out. Man, bitches love the strangers. <laughs> um, well, uh, first we should say what? as, as a, uh, one more, one more thing. And then I'll, you You're can fine. just, You're for fine. 20 minutes, it could be you. No, no, I don't need uh, that. We should say not as a disclaimer, but just at the top, Taste is subjective. Yeah. Right. So it's it's not a case of like if you love this movie, more power to you. Watch it every Halloween. If you, and I don't if think you, Dusty's ever right. I think it's just been mostly me shitting on this movie. I think I don't think Dusty's ever said this was a bad movie, right? I I for today. I don't think that as a movie it it reaches a level where I'm like, oh, this is an excellent movie. I think that it but at the same time, it is accomplishing it's some of its some of its goal because there are parts of it that are very scary so what is uh, why is it a bad movie i need somebody to tell me because I, I still andrew. don't know andrew andrew there you go I, I i i laid it up for you <clears throat> um where do i because i listen i this isn't i'll tell you this this is what i'll tell you i didn't hate this movie as much as i hated it the first time so I did not try to hate this movie. I kind of tried to like this movie. Um, I tried to appreciate this movie. I will give this movie one. Uh, it may it might not be the only thing I give it, but what I'll give it is it created a very iconic 
there's a guy behind you shot. Mm-hmm. Um, that shot sent a shiver up the spine of teenagers everywhere, including myself, the first time I watched and absolutely aboard this movie, right? So, like, I, 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 I'm not going to, it's not wall-to-wall garbage, like the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not the Firewalker with Chuck Norris. It's not the stand-in with Drew Barrymore. Um, oh, it is, there are there are much worse movies than The Strangers. It's not nearly as offensive as it was previously. So I'll, okay. I, will, I will tell you this. I'll take it. I have a question. Podcast over. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice set piece. You know, this movie is a set piece. That's all it is. Uh, but I I have one question. Maybe two questions. It's like a two-parter thing. Can you tell me anything about Liv Tyler's personality in this movie? Can you tell me anything about Luke Rockhold's personality in this movie? Okay, I understand that perspective, but like, isn't that the case with a lot of horror films? Like, so, for a horror film, isn't that like the case with most characters that get killed in a horror film? You don't really know much about their personalities. Okay, think of think of uh, the slasher movies. You've mm-hmm. got the first twenty minutes where the horny teens are all talking to each other and you got the one guy who's the who's the horn dog who and there's the there's the stoner guy and then there's the girl who's like a prude and then there's there's the girl that's trying to get the prude to fuck everybody and then they're like there so there there's little things that you learn about these people that make it a little bit more interesting that they're about to die you learn that they're in a state of like heartbreak that's the right? only thing you know about either two of these people you don't know anything <laughs> about their about about their personality who they are um their lives anything and you don't know anything about the killer so yeah, like it's I not think... sorry it's, go ahead. it's not simply that you don't know anything about the killer it's that you don't know anything about any of these people yeah but i think that the like the concept of it being like an ordinary night with ordinary people is what makes it scarier for me like i don't like it could be anybody going through anything and like it doesn't really matter who you are or where you are but like someone could just you know choose you to kill and that concept is what makes me scared throughout this entire movie so i don't I don't need that within this concept of like randomness and like um, not knowing, you know, there's no motive to any of it. And that's what makes it scary. And so that you don't really need to, it's all ordinary. It's all just an ordinary night. Um, But that's why it's scary to me. I don't know why it's not scary to you. (laughs) Well, the, and the, the guy standing behind her scene I have to give it points because it it is an undoubtedly scary scene. Did not scare me at all last night when I watched it. Like it didn't for whatever reason. It was like, I, I think I hated that the guy and I, you might not be able to see it. You might not be able to unsee this or think about like I, I'm I'm so annoying. I understand. <laughs> the guy in the mask is like doing the head tilt thing mm-hmm. the whole time behind her. Why the fuck is he doing this? <laughs> That's that's another thing about this movie is that a lot of things happen in this movie that are very clearly just for the movie and serve no actual purpose within the logic of what's happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's another scene where Liv Tyler is running away from the female villain with the with the chick mask, right? She's running away. The the girl's got a knife and she's behind Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler falls, Liv Tyler turns around, person's not there anymore. 
Why was that person there? She's not scaring Liv Tyler. She's not torturing Liv Tyler. She's there for the viewer and the viewer only. And that pisses me off. Well, I think that like they could have killed them a lot sooner than they did. They're essentially trying to fuck with them for a majority of the time. Because if they wanted to kill them, they could have, right? But like so, I said, there, she's not fucking with them because Liv Tyler doesn't see her. Oh, I thought she did see her when she, she looks back. She looks back and she's gone. Oh, I don't so know, it's just for us. <laughs> I feel like they're just well, stalking their prey and fucking with their prey a little bit. So. That's true for the most part. It's to just me, a couple scenes. To me, it's another reason why it's effective. And I don't, I, I guess it's, to me, the, the film overall and the concept overall is effective. So why does it have such a bad score for a horror film? Because I think horror films generally don't get the best scores on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff in, in general. I mean, now they're kind of putting out kind of holler, higher quality script writing and all that stuff but i don't it's if if it's effective then what's the problem you know what i'm saying well i think if i so for me part of the problem is like even in those slasher movies like andrew said you do get like sort of character archetypes i guess to like latch on to but like Mm -hmm. in a very good movie like the texas chainsaw massacre the that is also seemingly a random occurrence of violence they just mm-hmm. end up where leatherface's family lives and then mm-hmm. they're and then they're fucked right but like you spend five to ten minutes with those characters in the in the van and then in the beginning like at least getting to know them to some degree before the terrible thing starts happening to them like and i think that that is is sort of the the difference like i don't need a ton of what's going on with Liv Tyler and uh, Scott Speedman, Luke Rockhold. But like in slashers, there's also the thing where like the main girl or the main person you spend a lot of time with. So you get to know that character. So then you root for that character and empathize with them. And then you get to see them escape or show some sort of um, like competence yeah. to, to, for their situation. And I right. feel like in the, in the strangers, you don't get that because they never directly uh, confront the the strangers that are after them. And you don't get a lot of time to spend. These are the only two people in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's not a lot of fodder for kills that don't matter at, while we're getting to know, say, Liv Tyler's character. Yeah. So, so like, you're Liv thinking, Tyler's, like, sorry. Oh, no, I just like, so Liv Tyler's character is kind of empty. So you're saying like you and Andrew are saying like there's no connection to them. You don't care whether they live or die. Right. The, the, well, for me, like the, the empathy to see them escape or the empathy to see them like overcome there. I haven't spent any time with this, with these characters that doesn't make the thing that's happening to them less scary Mm -hmm. because a, a lot of the movie is spent making sure that the things that are happening are meant to scare you. And like, Mm -hmm. I understand like that's the thing that I understand, but I think part of it is like, I have no, I have no one. I guess I root for Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman because getting murdered would suck, (laughs) but I'm not like, Oh man, I hope that they get through this or I care about this girl's ingratiated herself to me in some way, or this dude has done something that makes him heroic. Like they're like five minutes into this movie. As soon as that, as soon as that lady shows up, 
and she's like, is Tasha here or whatever? I'm getting the fuck out of that cabin. Why am they, I at this cabin? Like, You're at this cabin try, with they, someone that just like said no to you, and a creepy person shows up. Like, Let's right, call it a like, night. There's the part where he's they're in a functioning car, and as soon as the lights turn on behind him, he's like, get out of the car. Why? Why are we getting out of the car? I Step thought that the, the, the tires were gas. flat. Either way. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. But see, I, I guess when that doesn't thinking, that doesn't shit on the movie from when I'm thinking of those type of like tropes, it seems like just horror film yeah. tropes where like things yeah, go right. wrong. They run into the shed with all the sharpened knives into right. them. Yeah. So it's you'd like those things don't be smarter, me. but yeah, yeah. You, you'd rather and you don't have a movie smarter, if, but, if they're right. smart. So like I want to tell you, Kai, like I, I, I this is not me saying that I watched this movie the correct way and you watched this movie the the improper way. I probably watched this movie the wrong way. You are the one like it is a deficiency in me that like I always tell Jacob this, too, because like I shit on things that Jacob loves and then I see the heartbreak in his face when I'm saying it. And like. I admire that you could just sit and enjoy something like So it's it's not like I I'm not saying you shouldn't have liked this movie. Yeah. And like, so I, I want to get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, no, I went into it with a discerning eye because you guys also talked about the Rotten Tomato score. And I don't know if I've ever even looked at the Rotten Tomato score for that. So I'm like, it's like a lot of people don't love this movie. And I'm wondering why I'm so much different than a lot of people, like why I connect with it. So I was almost trying to see where my biases are when I was watching it. And I still can't figure it's it's it is very and it's also in a it's it's a very as we talked about with the car thing it's very tropey like yeah there is a lot of horror films yeah for sure it's just like it feels like like i said it feels like a haunted house because there's certain times in this movie where they're just the bad guys are just clanging things or like like in their face and there's like they're not allowed to touch them or like um, there, there. It it feels very much like it is a set piece of a house of horrors, where you know there there's the trope of uh the the, the boyfriend shows up. She tells the boyfriend there's a guy in a mask. Doesn't tell the boyfriend any other details about where he she saw the guy. The fact that she saw a second person. The fact that they're fucking with the windows and all this thing. Um, there's the scr- the scratching her fingernails on the uh on the on the wooden floor trope oh yeah that but see that was that was also effective like that was one of the things in the movie where i was like oh i don't don't like that and i will say that like the scariest parts are like i was the the times where i was most scared in this film was when Liv tyler was by herself and they were messing with just her like with the phone and then the fire alarm not the fire the smoke alarm being on the chair when it wasn't there before those were the most effective scenes and then it does kind of like droll on a little bit but it still freaks me out <laughs> like i yeah. but i think it might just be that the concept is carrying me through this movie enough to like i would be scared to be this person so i am scared watching it i, guess. I think this yeah. could have been a great short film mm, yeah that's like because it, it seems like they 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 turn up the house of horror stuff to make it's it's an hour and twenty five minutes, which I'll give it props for that. Like it's not too long, <laughs> but go. like it does seem very stretched out. Where like they're doing a lot of the people are just standing there, and the people like the 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 we have teleporting bad guys that are just like staring at them for some reason and stuff like that. So like it's just uh, 
it it does seem like it's a lot of filler within because the concept's very thin. If they if they had bumped everything back 15 minutes and giving us 15 minutes of character development where we see them uh, anything other than just the like if if you take Laurie Strode from Halloween and you drop her into this house with the things that we know about Laurie Strode, she's a very nice person. She's a very caring person. She's an intelligent person. She doesn't give in to a lot of the temptations that her friends try to put her through. Like we know these things about her in the first movie. If you put her into that, then you are projecting all this innocence and all this like uh, these these attributes that you uh, care about. And and then you care more about what's happening in, in the whole mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. like. I think that's that that's the that because I could, didn't really put my finger on it when I was a kid when I was when I was I was eighteen when I watched this, but like I think that is the crux of like why I really didn't care about any of these people. Like, um, so do you guys not find it scary at all? I I find the idea very scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like home in, home invasion is is very scary. Yeah, uh, really as, a, as an idea, There's, there also might be a part of this that's like. And I've told other, like, other people before, like, I'm, I'm kind of oblivious to things, but like, you know, there's there actually was, someone it, behind you right now. That'd be right. hilarious. He's <laughs> been in the closet the whole time. There was like a time whenever I, I was in LA and it was really, really late. It was like almost 1 a.m. and I wanted to go to this bar that looked like it was like a mile away. So I just walked to this bar, but I'm not, I'm not from there. I don't know where I'm going and I don't, and no one knows where I am. And I just ran to this bar because I was like, oh, I can, I can run like a 12 minute mile. I'll be there in 12 minutes. And then about halfway through, I realized like, oh, what if someone just decided to try to murder me? Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't do, you know, I, but I don't, I, don't think about, want... right. I don't think about that. So then a lot of it is this would only be scary. And like, it would be very scary in the moment, but I have obliviousness, uh, you know, sort of to just the danger of uh, yeah. strength. I don't worry about like strange things happening to me. See, I think, and I don't want to pull the girl card, but this is like the clear and present danger of someone trying to hurt us is something that we are growing up, like taught, we are taught growing up. Like we don't walk to cars without by ourselves, without keys in between our hands. Like we are always searching for a threat because we're more likely to be overpowered by someone and taken by someone than men are just naturally. So we're grown up or we're raised to be afraid of these type of things, probably more than men are. And so maybe it does connect with me a little more because like as a woman living by myself, like not having anyone here to protect me, this concept is a lot scarier to me because I, I mean, I listen, I, I'm a feminist and I will not say that we're the weaker sex, but like we are just raised to be more hyper aware of clear and present danger around us um, at all times. So um, yeah, and it's I something that men don't what... have to think about all the time. Yeah. And I didn't want to call what I was talking about, like a privilege, but it, it like yeah. I live in a bigger city now than I ever lived in that has a lot of crime. And I'll tell my wife sometimes like, oh, maybe I'll just go for a walk at night or whatever. And she's always like, you don't want to like go for a walk. And I like, well, what's going to happen? Nothing's yeah. going, like nothing's going to happen to me. Right. <laughs> not looking for anything to happen to me, which, exactly. does, which is stupid. Yeah, but like I'm always looking over my shoulder if I'm walking by myself at night or I'm always have my keys in between my fingers as a weapon or I always have like my I used to have a uh, alarm thing that would sell, set off if someone tried to like hurt me or attack me in any situation. So 
women are just naturally we have to be more hyper aware of those type of things and that's stupid conversation to be having in this podcast but i think it does apply a little bit i think it's part of it and also like the seclusion of where they are like yeah and the and the fat like the scariest thing is the i think the thing that andrew always talks about that he hates which is the villains have no motive yeah that is that's really that's really terrifying but it uh, like he said it doesn't work in the in the movie's favor in real life that's also very scary like whenever there's a random thing that happens and you're like well why would someone do that and you don't know mm-hmm. but in the movie i think it works to the movie's disadvantage like he said because we don't have then we don't have anyone to hold on to like we don't and have throughout the whole film yeah right we and don't it- have a villain who has queer motives we don't have a we don't have a hero that we have a reason to clearly root for and I think that leaves the movie sort of in this weird space where just this bad thing is happening, but the movie's not giving me a reason to care other than like, oh, I agree, this is a bad thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah, that, like, would, that, that, would, that would suck ass, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, that would be really terrible. Um, yeah, I was, and that's I, I do agree. Like I, for, to your point, Dusty, if if it was and Kai, I agree with what you said about the 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 the, the chick thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you for uh, not saying the other C word. Uh, but uh, broads are weak, you know. Um, but if uh, I agree with you about a villain not having a motive, can be a very scary uh, uh, tool. It could be. I, I I like that idea of a villain not having a motive. Two people we care about, or people who have been, uh, you know, two two characters being chased around for who knows why. Like people are just dickheads, you know. That's that's totally fine. I just need I need info on one of these mother. Just one guy. (laughs) Yeah, I knew as much about. Um, it's always sunny guy. What's his name? What's his actor? Uh, In the movie, his name is Mike, but it's Dennis. We knew we we knew as much about Dennis as uh we did about Luke Rockhold. Mm-hmm. Dennis was well, at the, the party. Thing, Luke Rockhold was at the party. Shebang a bang. You know what I mean? I will say the thing we know about uh, Luke Rockhold is I've, I I kind of get why Liv Tyler doesn't want to marry this dude. He's <laughs> like the whole movie. Like he he comes back from getting her cigarettes. Uh, I mean, obviously devastated. She said no at the wedding uh, to get it to marrying him. But also, you got to read the room on that yeah. one dude. that's a big l to take uh if you're not if you're not sure about it also uh, never proposed to me at a wedding like I, ever yeah. you know how ever. pissed off the bride will be like right no, yeah, i've, I've always heard that's right like there, the worst oh, you'll, that's the best way to get murdered by a woman is to propose to somebody at her wedding that's andrew's yeah. horror film is yeah. that's how i'm gonna end someone. up doing it it's gonna be yeah. like oh man the the only time she has a procedure on monday the wedding's on fr- on sunday i gotta do it now she might die yeah. my my wife had clear instructions she was like don't propose to me in front of a bunch of people Mm-mm. don't do it at a public event and i knew yeah. that she was going to say yes so i had all those things in my favor <laughs> don't ask like, if you don't know what they're gonna say right uh, it's or, like a lawyer don't be mad don't be mad then now you got mad yeah. face on and she still has to go to the cabin with you read like, the room Scott have Speedman. a conversation about getting married before you propose yeah. to someone you should know whether they're on the same page or you, as you are not if you're gonna marry them and then <laughs> What if, yeah, we don't even know how long they've known each other. Yeah. They could have been dating for three dating. days. <laughs> they met earlier at the wedding. He's yeah. just got that thing loaded, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Uh, um, so then he goes and gets her cigarettes, and then a bunch of spooky shit happens to her. 
And then he comes Bunch back and she, shit. yeah, and she was like, "Hey, guess what? There's some weirdos. That girl came back. They're banging on the windows." And his response is to be like, "Calm down, calm down, stop talking. Yeah. Don't worry about it." And it's like, "Well, fuck you, dude. No wonder she doesn't want to marry you. You can't even stop gaslighting me." <laughs> yeah, your your relationship communication skills are terrible. Mm-hmm. If it's if you can't listen to her in this situation, <laughs> how are you gonna listen to her in, in regular everyday yeah. situations? When the, there's actual danger, you're not going to yeah, listen to well, her when she's talking about the weather either then, dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah, she had a bad day at work and you're going to just calm shout down. Her. Yeah, because that's worked every single time. Anytime a person's hysterical, just telling them to calm down. See, especially especially to, girl. Oh, man. Yeah, then he turns out to be a liar <laughs> because he's like, oh, I just told you I used to go hunting with my dad. I don't, oh, know, yeah, how to, I don't know how to operate this gun at all. Yeah. You stink, Scott Speedman. Real, real wet noodle. Um, yeah. See, but all the reasons that you're saying is, I see it as like uh, like a snapshot into an ordinary night that just happens to go awry and it doesn't need all those extra things. Like It's just like almost like voyeuristic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and so I don't miss those things because it seems to me just to be like looking in onto like an unfortunate night that happened to random ass people. Right. So I don't miss it when the when those things aren't there. I understand what you're saying, what you guys are saying, and I see why those are usually important in movies. But for this one, I didn't miss it. <laughs> I don't know why not. Um, and I'm wondering like what's another similar type of premise that's better executed? Do you guys have one? I would say that you should watch Funny Games. I think Funny Games is a better version of this movie. Okay. Okay. Um, it's about two people that break into a random person's house, mm-hmm. but you you see the two villains. You spend time with the villains and the protagonists. Like, uh, I mean, it's still like they're still psychos, but like, I think it's a better executed version of this movie, if I remember right. I haven't watched it in a long time. Okay, but, I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. the, the other thing... The other thing is this movie reminds me of the Kate Beckinsale Luke, or Rowan Wilson movie, Luke Wilson movie, Vacancy. Oh, yeah. The one what where they're that? at the hotel. They they check into this hotel and then it turns out that everybody at the hotel is involved in like a murder scheme where they, they film the murders. And then I they vaguely to, remember that. They have to like try to escape. Mm-hmm. And that came out in 2006. Uh-huh. So like... By the time I'd seen this movie, I'd seen Funny Games, I had seen Vacancy. Um, and so while the concept again is very scary, I think I don't think Vacancy is very good either. I think I disliked that movie uh as well. Even though like I can the thing is I can dislike a horror movie and still be frightened by things that happen in the movie. Yeah. Were you frightened like, uh, by anything that happened in The Strangers? Yeah, I don't like uh, I don't like <laughs> I don't care for uh, any of it, really. Like I don't care for a mask guy standing yeah, behind Well, I don't me. like masks. Uh, they freak me out. I don't <laughs> like random banging on my on shit. Like those knocks were effective. I have to say that. Like they have, a, they like they must have had like a knock uh, test test audience they, they, where they, they did knock focus groups. <laughs> but I, I, don't, like, I don't like that knock. <laughs> that I feel like scary. the thing. I feel like the thing is like too like to Andrew's point, they sort of run through the spooky things they can do, like without directly confronting uh, Liv Tyler and the other dude, like pretty quickly. So a lot of the movie is like, well, we're sitting there, 
and then some spooky knocks and then we're sitting there and then oh there's some more spooky knocks yeah and then like at a certain point i think it runs out of its effectiveness and we're still not to like any sort of conflict like i thought it gets it gets interesting whenever she has to run to the shed and she's like trying to get the whatever the the to the shortwave radio to work mm-hmm. and then the like then all of a sudden the the one uh masked girl shows up and smashes the radio that's mm-hmm. like the first direct conflict they have aside from whenever he shoots the shotgun at him through the door yeah that the first time like so i think it's it's a lot the concept is very scary but they unless you're going to have them directly confront them like you run out of stuff you can do that's spooky like, it's like they were like of, edging the whole time, right? Kind of quick, <laughs> yeah. Or like I almost that. No, it was like it was like after a night of alcohol, like way too much alcohol, and you're just trying to wake it up. That's Whiskey that's dick. what was happening most of the time. <laughs> so like, uh, well, and because yelling thought, at it, <laughs> it starts small, like where they're like, oh, somebody was in here. I could tell because they they moved my phone or they whatever happened, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a little spooky. And then it's like then there's the knocking, then. There's, but then there's just more knocking and more. I'm gonna stand behind you, but like Andrew said, it's performative for the audience because the the Liv Tyler's scared, but she doesn't see the threat. Yeah, and, the, and like you said, your your point is correct. I think, which is like they're just doing it because they can. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they're just doing it because they can, which is scary in real life if I think about it, but in the movie even at an hour, 26 minutes, I start to get a little bit bored. Yeah. And maybe it's from the, from the training of like, Oh, we got to fight. We got to fucking fight Jason right now. And right. There's no, <laughs> there's no yeah. direct conflict. Uh, and they never win the people, the people in this movie, the, the supposed heroes, they never get one win. Scott Speedman's yeah. taking L's the whole night, <laughs> but you guys don't really like them. So it doesn't matter if they win or not. No. But I would like him if he won. If he if he won like a fight with one of the stranger dudes, and then that dude ran out. Stranger dude. <laughs> yeah, stranger bro. That's what they call uh, each other. Yeah, we're the stranger dudes. We're the stranger dudes. <laughs> uh, then maybe I would like him more, you know. But it's like even the end. It's like, oh, okay. So the strangers like the strangers win? Question yeah. mark. And then that's <laughs> that's just it. That's why uh, I love it. That, that is <laughs> it. Uh, that is I like it. that they that they show them them who they are, but we don't get to see it. Like I like, I, I guess I'm a mark for this movie. That's fine. Mark marks. Well, what TM. did you think <laughs> about the very end of this movie? The last two minutes of this movie, like um, with the little kitties, kiddos? little kids, little kids. When they discover the crime scene, is that what you're talking about? Well, even when they talk to the girl, because I think that's so, spooky. I'll go. I think I'll go it's to spooky too. I'll go to the mat on, with you that that is spooky. Like, I, I, imagine like you just the thought process there is like, how many people have we come across in our lives that could have like just like done, got done killing somebody? Like, that's a that's also kind of a creepy concept as well. That's spooky, but the kids are also spooky. They're like, well, yeah, because like, they're Mormon. She's like, can I have one of those? And he's like, are you a sinner? Listen, bro, yeah. read your fucking book <laughs> one goddamn time. Everybody's yeah. a sinner. Everybody yes. needs your pamphlets. He was trained. <laughs> They're like nine years old. Yeah, I would, I would say the argument is that he is unsettled by 
uh, whatever this woman looks like. Yeah, like he didn't know. Yeah, what so to just say hand to her. her a pamphlet. Don't don't haggle her for the pamphlet. Like, are you sinner? <laughs> you got you got ten bucks, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Like, just give her the pamphlet yeah. and run in the opposite direction. And then the kids, uh, even worse. You guys got to give me this one. <laughs> the kids walk into a bloody house with two dead people on the ground, and they just stare at the at the dead bodies. There's I don't no, know. Boys are gross. There's no like, oh, oh my god. There's no, there, there's not a single just they, deadpan, they, and <laughs> just straight up all, just gives just gives a pamphlet to the dead body for some reason. I think they should be more unsettled. I will argue. I will. I will agree with you. There should be more selling to discovering the horrific crime scene that they find. Yeah. Um. My problem is, and I'm gonna maybe sound like a weirdo. Uh, Liv Tyler lives at the end just for the jump scare. Yeah, yep. I could have done without it. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh man, I dude, when I saw that in theater, I almost went, "Oh fuck you!" to the to the screen. <laughs> if you do it, do it. Like this whole movie is like a big nihilistic. Like, hey, the bad guys win. Guess what? Like, <laughs> if they came to your house, you're fucked. And then at the end, it's like, no, nah, Liv Tyler lives because, like, we can't steal, we can't kill Steven Tyler's daughter. What, She's so pretty. What if this, what if this, what if this movie so makes money? Um, yeah. I will tell you guys something that very much bothered me this entire film. If it'll make you guys feel better, will it make okay. you guys feel better? No, I mean, it won't make I'm me not, feel better. I'm not trying to win you over. Like, no, no. You're, you're allowed um, to like. I the whole movie when I watched it this time, I just wanted to like be able to whisper in her ear and be like, "Hey, can you speak up? Because I can't hear you. Fucking stop whispering." She's playing quiet, you know. She's. I'm like, does she have another octave? Like, is that really how she talks in real life? Can you please speak up? Enunciate. I'll I'll tell you this: she dies for sure in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She can't get away for shit. Like she, she falls down uh, all the time. Like she needs cigarettes what? to fall asleep. She's not yeah, on her A game. Yeah, Leatherface has got her ten out of ten times, and he and he takes out the strangers. So uh, the whole time I was just thinking, like, man, Marilyn Burns really is like she's a better she's better than Liv Tyler in her movie. Yeah, she's but Liv Tyler's real pretty. That's true. She is pretty. That's got why them she's baby in, blues. Listen, that's why she's in film. I'm a straight uh, man. Scott Scott Speedman's better looking than, than Liv Tyler. What? Scott Scott Speedman is a looker. That guy, uh, that guy's killing it. Have you seen Liv Tyler in Lord of the Rings? I like. I, I mean, yeah, you're a big ear guy, are uh, you? <laughs> um, did you like how after so uh, two things happened that I don't know if you noticed? Uh, they play "Mama Tried" by Merle Haggard, one of the greatest songs of all time. Mm-hmm. But Merle Haggard. <laughs> Mama or uh, Merle Haggard's band is called Merle Haggard and the Strangers. Oh my hey. fucking god, dude! <laughs> you this, is, they this movie just hey. no like. This movie is like it tries <laughs> super hard. Yeah, it's doing like, a bit for itself, you know. I like it. Oh man, it's just a lot of you know it'd be sick. You know it'd be fucking yeah. badass if she's running and the girl's behind her and then she looks and the girl's not there. It, uh, and then the fucking. If, if the if the kids fucking find her and put a put a pamphlet on her, she screams and grabs it like, oh, that's our ender. Like, go okay, fuck I, yourself, guys. I have who a made question. This movie. I have a question. Yeah, Dusty, and we'll we'll get back to your uh, oh, yeah, things yeah. that no, we didn't fine. notice. Oh, sorry, um, I stepped on it. It's not your fault. Sorry, 
is this better than the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give it to me. I don't it doesn't listen. Have, it I don't doesn't think have a so. Singular, it, does, it doesn't it, have a singular performance. It doesn't like have Harley Ermey. Yeah. It doesn't have Harley Ermey. There's Arlie not a scarier than you might shit on that movie. There's there's yeah, not a scene in that movie. I was a lot nicer to that movie this time than I was the first time I watched it. Like the scene in the car where he has to put the gun in his mouth. Like there's not a scene in the strangers that comes close to that scene. What a bummer. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I apologize. I, listen, I'll give it like before it was a zero. Like okay. I'm going to give this movie like a three. Yeah, See, like I, I'm fully willing to admit that this is like a nostalgic movie for me. So I know that like I am in the minority and enjoying this movie and that it's probably not a perfect film, but it's perfect for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it's a slight minority because it's, it's 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 I don't know if we, we want to talk about intent. Right. So like if you're watching this movie to be frightened or to have the, the simulation of being frightened while being safe, this movie accomplishes that goal. That's a success. That's a successful movie. Right. 10 out of 10. It's just not I don't I don't enjoy the aspects of it, but I will yeah. again agree that it is scary. Uh I was gonna say so there's a scene where Mike uh Gwen Howerton shows up because he's gonna pick up Scott Speedman because he <laughs> flamed out so hard uh on proposing to Liv Tyler. Um what time and- was that? Like was that like seven in the morning? Like I I have no idea what the timeline is. It was like so when well, four thirty is when they start. She's like it's like right. four o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, it was four o'clock in the morning when uh blonde girl knocks on the door, I believe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, it's like it's so, like it's probably like five or five thirty when Mike shows up. So then they accident um Scott Speedman accidentally shoots Glenn Howerton and kills him. You hate to see it. <laughs> Yeah, it's on. We'll talk about again the worst night ever. Huge L's all over the place for Scott Speedman in this movie. But do you like how the bad guys took the time to write killer on the window uh, so Scott Speedman could see it? Killer burn on Speedman. Ah, <laughs> like, ah, we, ain't, we, ain't ah, killed, we ain't killed shit yet, fuckface. Yeah, we, we got you. Oh yeah. What if, what if they just left and that was the whole thing yeah. and they just want someone to die? <laughs> They're like, well. We didn't know right, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even think we can get convicted for this. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, why do they keep the two things I hate? Why do they keep splitting up? Speedman's like, I gotta I go know. to the shed. But that happened. This is what I'm saying. That happens in so many scary movies. That are like, also bad. So yeah, but like, so it, it, it's, it, it's it fair to point it out here because I would point it out elsewhere. And it's, yeah, the, it happens, but not all of them happen. One after the other, after the other, after the other, after you know this is like doesn't it happen in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Don't they all split up? They don't mean to get split up though. Okay, <laughs> well <laughs> they do. It's tropes. <laughs> it's it's trope city is what I'm saying. Uh, so like because no, the one that bothered me is like whenever Speedman's like I got to go to the shed so I can make this two wave radio work or whatever. You stay in the house where all yeah. the scary shit has been happening. Where you're safe. Night. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll run over here where you can't see me, and there's three murderers, and I'll be fine. I was the, like at, at the, that part too. At the point in the movie where they split up, 
it's so stupid to the internal logic of the characters. And she's like, again, speak up, late girl. Say, yeah. no, I'm not staying here, yeah, you, you fucking get, asshole. Yeah, she's you just like, to, okay. You have, to create, you have to advocate for yourself. You have to create boundaries. That's what this movie is about. I'm no, like, you I mean, stay not. here. <laughs> yeah. Fuck? Or how about we go together and we take a knife and this gun and we <laughs> and we take care of business. Like yeah, and they're then, bumbling idiots. I will give you that. Uh, like the other, they're not the, the smartest. other thing, and you'll remember this from Texas Chainsaw. I shit on this in Texas Chainsaw. She hides in the closet. Yeah. Whatever they get, whatever they come in. An- another trope. In a stationary closet place where you can't move. And of course they're gonna find you. Like, what's your plan? You hope but, that they just won't open the closet? I- it's so tricky that when we get so like granular like that, because how do you know what you would do? I definitely would hide in the I'd have fucking got, I told you I'd leave at 431. As soon as that bitch knocked on the door and was like being real, I'm out. I'm Why? good. Go to the cabin in the first place. I just struck out with Liv Tyler yeah. trying to marry her. I'm going home, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting the... weird, weird, <laughs> off the beaten path house ever. But like, also, like, it's her parent. It's his parents' house, by the way. I know exactly. It's like what their I cabin would do. or whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Go fuck it. Yeah, they, and, go fuck they did explain it. I just want to point I, um, out they explained yeah. it. Because that's but where he knows like, where the gun is. But yeah, why I know what are I would you do. there? Why are <laughs> yeah. you there? I know what I would do. I would have frozen up and died like pretty quick. Yeah, right. I, like we know. Yeah, I don't want to move when I hear a weird thing in my house. I can't <laughs> yeah. get myself to move my body, you know. So, like, if I laid out all those roses and I had the bathtub that I was trying to decorate and all that, and then I've struck out, I definitely don't want to sleep on the couch <laughs> in my like parents' cabin. <laughs> last place you want to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm going home. Um, um, rose petals are so stupid. <laughs> I have a I have a reoccurring dream a zombie dream that I have. Um, and every single time I end up on the roof with zombies coming up on the roof and there's nowhere for me to go. So I, I might hide in a closet cause I apparently don't make great decisions in these situations. That's all I'm saying. I used to have a reoccurring dream where I got, uh, there was like a series of killings happening in like a castle that I was in. And then every time I would figure out who the murderer was right when I got murdered. Damn. And I used to have this dream all the time. And I would, yeah, I had it so much that I would even in the dream be like, oh shit, it's the castle dream. Like, <laughs> oh no. Oh man. I got to remember who that murderer was. Yeah. And I'd get to the courtyard and I'd be like, oh, it's whoever turn around, axe in the face. <laughs> then I wake yeah. up and I got to go. Then I wake up and I got to go to sixth grade. <laughs> so, but, that, that's, but that's also a, a horror movie trope. It's like Scream where they like, they tell yeah. you like their their plan right before they kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or James then, Bond, like James Bond yeah. is full of all that stuff. Like <laughs> I realize they're tropes. It's just I hate <laughs> I hate the logic of them. But I hated it in Texas Chainsaw as well as the Stranger. There's there's yeah. also yeah. generally yeah. other and nobody things, hides like... in a in a shed or some shit in original Texas Chainsaw. They're trying to get away. There, so, there's usually some movie. sort of framework around the tropes and there's some dialogue around the tropes and then there's some like other things other than tropity trope 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 so uh we trope, in, we trope, trope it up me in up trope yeah. me up <laughs> so uh again i will agree the line at the end uh why are you doing this to us 
because you were home, I find to be very disquieting and scary. I like um, it. Yeah, I'm not into it. Uh, I think Andrew, the, I can just see Andrew in this situation. Just be like blowing a raspberry at the murderers. And he's like, that's Boo. not good enough. I need more from you. Yeah, Fuck what's off. what's so wrong about being home, you son of a bitch? Like yeah. that's not a real answer. That's a non-answer. You don't have an answer. You don't you don't know why you're I, doing this, do you? You got something weird going on inside your inside your stupid yeah. head that makes it's you that- they end up not killing him because he just is annoying the fuck yeah. out of them too much. You're just, you're just trying to be creepy in your fucking just, knapsack mask that you drew yeah. a mouth on for some reason. You fucking arts and crafts. You did arts and crafts before this. Andrew ends up making them cry. Yeah, yeah he's yeah he's lawyered his way out. Um, okay, so taglines for this movie that I also find effective. Uh, one is lock the door, pretend you're safe. That's pretty good. I like that one. Uh, We tell ourselves there's nothing to fear, but sometimes we're wrong. That's terrible. Mm, That's a bad one. That's a little little busy. It's like it doesn't. You're stating the obvious. I don't understand. I was like, everybody's favorite guy in the office came up with that one, and they know. Yeah, we're all wrong sometimes. I don't understand. Uh, Because you were home is one of the taglines. Perfect. Whatever. Uh, Inspired by true events, which I don't believe it is. Listen, um, yeah, I forgot to tell Andrew you. Andrew hates that shit. A guy, a guy that we worked, a guy that we work with, Kai, uh, told me like, well, because he repeats himself a lot, <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, it's it's true, man. It's a real movie. It's a, re-, and I didn't want to tell him. And if he's listening to this, sorry, man. Uh, not a real movie. <laughs> not not <Yeah>. a real story. <laughs> uh, what are you it's afraid of? Question mark, which doesn't really tell you anything about this movie. Uh, spiders. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what would you do? What would you do if this was happening to you? Which I also don't feel like is very strong. That's also a bad tagline. I could have yeah. written better taglines that, for that this. That could be though. the tagline to any movie. Again, meatballs. Uh, the Again, movie's directed by Brian, The movie's written by Brian Bertino. Yeah, uh, Deep Blue Sea. What would you do if this was happening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, yeah. Jurassic <laughs> Park. Anything. <laughs> any, really literally any movie. Any movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to the director, the film is partially based on an incident he is he experienced as a child. One evening, a stranger came to his door, asked for someone who was not there, and left. Later, Bertino found out the other homes in his neighborhood had been broken into that night. Oh, I don't know that so I believe scary. Brian Bertino. Well, also, that doesn't fucking qualify you to say this is based on true events, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, oh, man, I hate Brian Bertino. Someone knocked at my door once. <laughs> now, oh, boy, I a, hate Brian Bertino. A person whose uh, opinion I value higher than anyone, uh, almost, agrees with you, Kai. Yes. Kurt Russell mentioned that this movie always scares him i was gonna say who the fuck do you do you put over me (laughs) on the late late show with james corden kurt russell said that it always scares him so okay what what do i was somebody else on the panel because how did the strangers come up (laughs) i have no maybe it was just what movie scares you brian bertino was sitting sitting right next to him he's like oh yeah that movie always fucking scares me Um, It's arguably based on the 1981 Kitty Resort murders in Northern California, although this has not been substantiated by anyone connected with the movie, and the writer claims it's based on a childhood experience. I also heard the Manson family was a uh, like uh, motivation for this movie, but none of that is true. Listen, <laughs> so. 
people show up to a house and try to kill people. Do you need motivation? How did yeah. they come up with this idea? Well, it's <laughs> it's supposed to be because it's based on a true story. They're saying it's based on those stories. You know, I mean, everything's based on a true story. If that's the case, like I don't understand what you're yeah. saying. People yeah. have been people have been eaten by sharks before. Yeah, <laughs> every movie can be based on something yeah. that happened that was true. Man, at some point. I, man, for a little that's bit, Starship Troopers. <laughs> Uh, that bug Starship- story that Andrew told was basically Starship <laughs> Troopers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> man. For a little bit, I thought I had stumbled upon an alien ship with a bunch of eggs in it. <laughs> I thought but I was it turns out trooper. I was just high as shit. And yeah. uh, you base it on a true story because you thought it was happening to you. Uh, have you seen the second Strangers movie? Coming? I have not. Okay, not so good. Worse figured, than this one. Yeah, figured as much. Um. <laughs> I have a couple of things. If we are done discussing the movie, I don't want to cut anybody's points off. Yeah. And I'm and I appreciate you guys. I feel like you were nicer to me than you had to be. <laughs> I and I, I feel like if there was somebody else on this podcast, you would have been meaner to them. So no, thank you. I appreciate your perspective, Kai. Uh yeah. no, I'm Andrew knows be... that I've had a stressful week, so he's like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it more stressful for her. I'm trying to be nicer to Jacob, you know? Uh so <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's uh I think I love torturing my brother about his favorite movies because I love the man, you know, but uh, I'm I'm trying to be better. Yeah, I'm trying to be better at subjectivity and handling these properly where it's like, you know, like (laughs) there's nothing wrong for you with you for liking this movie. If you told me like the stand in, (laughs) there's still a line. Worst movie I've ever seen. No, thank There's you. Still alive. Yeah, it's really, really, you, really, really, really bad. It's really have bad. Seen, have you seen Southland Tales? Nope. Have you seen that The Sand In? Hands yeah. down. No, I haven't, but I bet. So, Southland Tales is three hours long. Oh, it's the, my God. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. It's directed by the guy who directed Donnie Darko. Dusty, and I don't understand how you awful. finish movies that are that long that are so bad. Why don't you just turn them off? My buddy asked me to watch it because he was like there's a lot of biblical stuff in it and you understand the bible maybe you can oh, explain it to man, me that's fucking oh, good I, and I was like watching Yuck. it and i was like i was like i was so mad at my friend i was like you made me watch this dog shit movie and it doesn't make any sense and none of the bible stuff makes any sense either because it was just like random <laughs> it was trying to be deep so it was just like random quotes from the bible that don't apply to the story it's, and it's, I was I was like, no wonder he's confused, because if you didn't if you didn't know that it doesn't apply, you might be able to be like, oh, maybe there's some sort of uh, allegory that's happening here. No, movie's bad. Just it's, real bad. No. it's so funny and also slightly infuriating to hear people who've never read the Bible or like uh, uh, talk about like talk, either try to make allegories from the Bible or like criticize the Bible or anything like so there's a lot of stuff to criticize. But there's a lot of people who just don't know what they're talking about, posting memes and fucking making movies. And like, I was listening to 50 Cent. Uh, what was it? Uh, Hate it or love it. And he's uh-huh. like, in the Bible, it says when go, what goes around comes around. Does it say that in the Bible? No, does it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it does. I don't think well, it says that read, in the Bible. You reap what you sow, right? 
<laughs> they says we what you sell. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't literally say, and the Lord said what goes around comes around. I mean, he's able to take poetic license to Fiddy, some degree. Fiddy is able to. He has a he yeah. has a good relationship with the man above, so he can he can take. Oh, poetic I'm sorry, Southland Tales is only two hours and twenty four minutes. I was oh, it's short. Can I ask you a question about South Southland Tales? You can go ahead and do that. Yeah. Does Drew Barrymore play two different really bad characters in it? She doesn't, but I don't know, Dusty. <laughs> Dusty, this it one... was, it was. I am more tolerable than Andrew is with most movies, and it was one of the most god awful things I've ever seen in my life. You're more tolerant. Sure... You're not more tolerable. Whatever. You're toler- sure... You're intolerable. You're also more something. tolerable than. <laughs> uh, I prove myself no. wrong by saying that. <laughs> I'm sure it's terrible, but I don't. I don't know. There, you also have to like. I also think about it as the investment I sunk into it. So I go, this is like a two and a half hour movie that I'm watching. That's your fault. That, that I'm expecting to be good. I don't know. And I what do you I think? Wa- what do you think? An hour and a half, you're, it's going to turn around, and then in the last twenty minutes, it's going to be good. I don't know. I'm trying. You your know, Southland Tales has Sean, Sean William Scott in it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no one sets out to make a bad movie, in my opinion. I think the bad movie happens, but nobody. Nobody wants to, so I keep going. Like maybe there's something in this thing that's great. I don't know. Have you ever not finished a movie because it's bad? Um, because it's bad. He's so sweet. I don't know. This Dusty, Dusty's so sweet. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know that I've ever. I almost left. The hills have eyes. Um, not because I thought it was bad, but because I thought like something was going to happen in the movie that I really didn't want to watch, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, if this thing happens. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to finish watching this movie. And yeah. I almost like left. Um, but otherwise, no, not really. Okay. Let's, like, let's, I got, I got this ready real quick. Rotten okay. Tomatoes game. Okay. Southland Tales. What's the score? Oh, I looked at it. So I, I know what it is. It's, it's, uh, it's 241%. Tomato yeah. meter and audience score. 41%. That's pretty high. What about the standard? <laughs> Tomato meter. 29 percent 20 29 for the stand-in yeah for the uh critic score that's okay. the critic score audience score for the standard what do you guys think dusty hasn't seen it kai what do you think five percent 19 percent audience score <laughs> those are too uh, high those two scores are i can't too believe high. the critics gave it 29 percent these people don't want to burn well, the the Drew Barrymore bridge. I also don't go out of my way to watch things that I don't think that I'm going to like, like but off of the off of information that I have. Right. So like there's a lot of movies that I just never watched because I was like, well, I don't, you know, like a lot of romantic comedies that I haven't seen that I, I was just like, I'm probably not going to like this. So okay, next time we're going to do a romantic comedy. That's why I like really good romantic comedies. While you were sleeping is one of my favorite movies of all time. We can, that movie, <laughs> that, we that can movie do Home Alone two for December, and then When Harry Met Sally for uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> okay. Our, uh, so I'm gonna play a game. I have the top ten movies the week that The Strangers came out, um, and I want to see how many each of you have seen. I want to guess. Also, do you want to guess? At what ranking did the strangers come in at the box office? Five. Number five. Um, yeah. I think it. I think. I think this movie like 
was not did not do well at first. So I'm gonna I'm I don't know what a good ranking is though. Eighty seventh. Well, no, one through ten. What? It made the top ten. <laughs> uh, Pay attention, man. <laughs> uh, I'm four. Okay. Uh, it was number three at the box office. Okay. Made twenty million dollars opening weekend. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, Kai, that you have seen eight of the movies in this top ten. It only costs uh, $9 million to make, by the way. So it, it, it like doubled its it money. already made it mo- its money back yeah. opening weekend. Andrew, I'm going to say you've seen three of these movies. <laughs> so I'll surprise you. Number one, Sex in the City. No, oh, yeah. The, yes. Sex in the City movie. Yes. I've not seen that one. $57 million opening weekend. I saw that opening weekend in New York. It's nice. Too- so you were saying, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so jealous. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, number two, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Unfortunately, yes, I have seen that movie. (laughs) Andrew? Yeah, that movie sucked ass. (laughs) Yes. Is Uh, that worse than The Strangers? I'd have to rewatch it. I liked it better than The Strangers Uh, when I watched it the first time, but I'd have to rewatch it. The last act of that movie is nearly unwatchable, but I think it's better than The Strangers on uh, (laughs) As soon as uh, LaBeouf starts fighting the monkeys in the trees, that movie's unwatchable. But before that, pretty good. Uh, Fine. Number three is The Strangers, which I know you've both seen. Number four is Iron Man, which I am sure that Kai has seen. Andrew, this movie ever... beat Iron Iron Man had been out for a little bit. Yeah, Iron Man's been out of it. I was going to say, this movie fucking beat Iron <laughs> Better Man. Better than Iron Man. <laughs> um, yes, I have seen Iron Man. Okay. It's, it's one of the good ones. Things are going to start getting dicey here. Uh, <laughs> the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Yes, I have not okay. seen that one. I've only seen yeah. the uh, Shipball BBC, Lion uh, Witch in the Wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, the really good then. BBC ones. Yeah. You seem confused, guy. Turkish delight. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the BBC ones. They made BBC I've... ones in the nineties where they had actors like portray the different animals and stuff, but in really bad costumes, and it looks like it's shot like on a lawn. It's really they're no, really terrible. No, no idea. It was uh, it was very funny. Uh, they, they're the, bad. Some of the some of the special effects are literally animated. Like um, like with it looks like with colored pencil. <laughs> number six. What happens in Vegas? Yes, I saw that movie. Okay, I'm all one of my one of my in... one of my favorite quotes is from that movie that I still say to this day. <laughs> well, and it's. Uh, you know why, and then she punches him in the balls, and she says, "You know why." And I say it to my friends all the time. It's really not that funny, but I still say it to this Hell day. Yeah, is that <laughs> is that Kutcher and who? Cameron Diaz. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know she did. Uh, you know, is Kutcher and, and Brittany Murphy, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, Cameron yeah, Diaz did a porno. You know that. she did it it before her acting career and then paid to like have it buried after she she hit it big and that's what happened to sylvester stallone but he didn't pay to have it buried i've seen that no they released it yeah Yeah, i've seen the sly Uh, one i've seen the sly one and i've seen the jackie chan one you guys just watch all the celebrity pornos if you find out that a celebrity did a porno you don't go look for that celebrity porno like like i haven't seen any of these only if it's legally obtained yeah if it's if it's if it's stolen or something like that, I'm you know <laughs> if it's ill gotten good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't seen you, Jackie fun- Chan's porno. 
listen, if I just found it, if, if I was the one finding out that Sylvester Stallone did a porno on this podcast, like if Dusty said it, yeah. you better believe you know what's on the second screen of this of this computer <laughs> while we're talking about the rest of the things we're going to talk about. Um, number he makes, seven. He makes the Rocky face the whole time, by the way. <laughs> Stop it. We're talking about. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, yeah. Huge bush. Stop! <laughs> uh, number seven, big failure, Speed Racer. No idea what that movie is. Wait, so it's Speed called Racer. Speed Racer? It's not yes. called Big Failure Speed Racer. No, no. Speed Racer is a remake oh. of the. Sorry, yes. Speed Racer by the Wachowskis. Can you tell me who's in it? Uh, Emil Hirsch, Matthew Fox. He plays a speed racer. I remember that. I have not seen it though. <laughs> Uh, that helps oh, he John plays a speed mix. racer. Yeah, 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 he's the titular speed racer. Got yeah. it, got yeah, it, got yeah, it, got yeah. it, got it. Man, this no, is, it's, got, it's got a pretty good cast. Emil Hirsch, Christina Ricci, John Goodman, Susan Sarandon, Matthew Fox. Emil yeah. Hirsch was really having a moment in the 2000s. What happened to that guy? <laughs> I like that dude. Did he get he, accused uh, of something? No, nah, he had a gay sex scene in in, uh, in uh, Milk, and I think it ruined him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That 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 he was really people. good in Into the Wild. It shouldn't. I'm not saying it should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <Yuck>. number, <laughs> number eight, Baby Mama. Yes. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I never saw Baby <laughs> Another Mama. quote from that movie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, number nine, you're the only person who would have seen this on this podcast, Kai. Maid of Honor. But made yep. is spelled M A D. There we go. Uh, I can tell you the plot of that movie if you'd like. <laughs> I know it is about a dude who is the best man, or yep. the yeah, the yep. the man of honor with um, oh with Patrick Dempsey pa- McDreamy. What's the guy? Yeah. McDempsey, Mc- Patrick Dempsey. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> I got uh, it. Pa- Still pa- got it. Patrick Dempsey or Scott Speedman? Me? Um, I don't know if you're asking. Dempsey. Yeah. Well, if you're asking me. <laughs> uh, I because I have an answer to this. I think Dempsey rocks the shit out of the strangers. I think he takes. I have no attraction to him. So to Patrick Dempsey, Scott Speedman. I think no, I have no attraction to Patrick Dempsey. I think he. I don't know. I have no reason why, but I I don't get it. I don't get the the draw. I'm a Speedman guy. Yeah, I'm more of a Speedman gal. So (laughs) you're the first person to ever say that. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Speedman, Patrick, uh, I mean, uh, Patrick Dempsey, uh, like real race car driver. That's interesting. Didn't know that. He seems like a little bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I see. I think he kicks ass if he's in the strangers. I don't think he goes. I think he takes no, him out. So nobody, nobody, nobody kicks, nobody yeah. kicks ass in the strangers. Dempsey seems um, like a little bitch. Like he seems no, like, I know, I, but I, I think he's, he's got a strong chin. I think he, he I does have he a strong chin. He does have yeah. a strong chin. You know, like he has like a big thing like in his writer where like he has to have a lot of things in his trailer and like he just seems like a very high maintenance person to me and that's not attractive. If you can, even though I dated Andrew, you have no idea. Do you? Yeah, you have no idea. I'm not high maintenance. Would demand. Yeah, I would do it because it's funny. There's a difference. (laughs) Um, Number ten, forgetting Sarah Marshall. I've seen that one. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, Dusty. I can quote that entire movie for you. So we're at five for Andrew. I was wrong. And we're at nine for Kai. Kai has only not seen The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. No, she saw that one. one. Speed (laughs) Racer. Speed Racer. Yeah, which Um, is, you know, honestly fine. (laughs) Dusty, did you know that um, Jason Segel is my celebrity, my number one celebrity crush? I did not know that. Love of my life. And he's still single, so there's still yeah. hope. But I've um, only seen four of those movies, by the way. Wow. 
Yeah. So there's a lot. Is that I've, does, I've seen what does more that than mean? Dusty has. I've seen Holy Crystal shit. Skull, The Strangers, Iron Man, Baby Mama. Oh, five. Never mind. Undefeated against Andrew. You and, haven't uh, seen. You no, haven't seen Forgetting. forgetting Sarah, yeah, I've seen Forgetting okay. Sarah Marshall. Thank God. <laughs> See that that was 2008. And, I I had reasons to go to the movies back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm senior in high school. This was big. Uh, I'm naked. Movies man. like video store time for me, man. Did I love working at the video store in 2008? Oh, that was prime for you. That's a prime yeah. job for you. What a time to be alive. Yeah. If, if video stores were still a viable uh, way to make money, I would still work at a video store. <laughs> My favorite job of all time. Uh, and perfectly, perfectly suited to me uh, because uh, I like movies. And so, you know. I'm sorry, Dusty. <laughs> That's okay. No, You'll never be it. fulfilled again. Yeah, the, well, there is a place in Fresno that sells DVDs and stuff that I've thought about applying to, but I don't think that I could work there full time and make uh, a decent amount of money. Is it a uh, is it a dirty video store? No, it's just like they have a ton of employees, and I don't want to work yeah. uh, like retail anymore. I don't have the juice for it uh, these days. I ain't don't got, got it. it. Like, <laughs> ain't yeah. got, is it ain't? Did I say it wrong? No, I, don't, I don't got it. But no, I, don't I don't got, got it. it was the original way. That's, that's yeah. the t-shirts we printed. So Dusty keep saying don't. I thought I was to, a, to not the biggest fan of this podcast for a second. <laughs> um, for the year 2008, number one movie overall, The Dark Knight. Never seen uh, it. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is on here. Wally. This is uh, well, I never saw that one. What? Uh, you wouldn't the, like it. Uh, You'd uh, hate it. <laughs> I don't like robots. No, I'd probably the like Kung... it. I like I like every anime. I can't think of an animated movie I didn't like. What about the Kung Fu Panda? Wait, I saw Beowulf. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Um, That's motion capture. That's not anime. It's not the same thing. It counts. Nah. <laughs> not if you ask Robert Zemeckis. It doesn't. Nah. Uh... Man, man, fuck Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> well, what about Madagascar Escape to Africa? I don't I'm like sure. the Madagascar films, honestly, if I'm being honest. No. Oh, man. As opposed to... <laughs> Way to take a stand. I've been Sorry, lying this yeah. whole time. <laughs> you, hear, you heard it here first. It's, uh, you know what? I don't care for Madagascar. You know what? Actually. Uh, <laughs> and, of, and of course, uh, cultural touchstone of 2008, Twilight uh, was released in 2008. The, number eight, <laughs> the number eight grossing film of 2008 i've never seen um, it. and that what? guy would eventually become the batman oh not on purpose but i've only seen half of twilight i've only seen the same half like three times like the every first time for the second half well I'll, i will tell you um <laughs> i was just gonna leave it I, I didn't have a story or anything i was just gonna <laughs> leave it <in> <laughs> That's all. uh so i a few times i would go to somebody's house and they were watching it but it seemed like every time that i got that I was there uh, at different people's this happened multiple times. It was from the baseball scene onward. I never saw anything that happened before the baseball part. So it was just the baseball part to the end. And then I was like, did they kill the villain in the first movie? They ripped that dude's head off. Like that seems <laughs> like, I know there's going to be more movies. So I was just yeah. thinking about those movies today. Actually, I was thinking um, about how I was so into those books, like, like not healthy into those books. I've, well, okay. I've only seen the baseball scene. That's all you need. Not even because my, I'm a baseball fan. Like people would post it and shit. That's the only yeah. time. That's the only my friend 
uh, one, one of the people I worked with at the video store was dating another coworker from the video store. And she was super into twi- the Twilight movies. So when New Moon came out, she was like, you can come over and watch it with us, but you have to promise not to make fun of it. Was that and Andrew? Was, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, I will, not, I will not be coming to your movie party. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. If I like, cause I, and I tried to tell her like, yeah, but like me and my friend, we make fun of movies we like while they're happening because it's just <laughs> a thing to do, you know? And she was like, no, if you come over, you can't make fun of it. And I was like, mm. well, we'll see. <laughs> so, I'm making other plans. <laughs> yeah, I went over there. I did not make Saw fun half of it. it. Saw no. half of it. <laughs> I, I watched the whole thing, didn't make fun of it, but there were a few times where something was happening on the screen and she would look at me with a look that was like, you better not make fun of what's happening right now. Like one of the scenes where Jacob takes his shirt off or whatever, for no reason. I was like, those movies are terrible. I love them, yeah. but they're so bad. I, I was really, I, I was really because I didn't want to hurt her feelings, you know, because she, she's my friend, but also like, don't give me an impossible task. You know, it's <laughs> like Sisyphus, you know, were you just to... like a, like a dog with a bone? Like you were just like, well, <laughs> I didn't I really want like, to do it. That, that like, meme don't. where that kid's in class and all the veins <laughs> yeah. are popping out of his head. I was just like, don't do it, man. Like, you'll get really upset and you don't want to upset your friend. And you don't want to upset your friend's girlfriend. So. Andrew, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I think I did a pretty good job of not upsetting my friend tonight. Yeah. You did a great uh, I job. Fine. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'll upset Dusty all, all the time. And then he he broke up with that girl. Like, I shouldn't tell this story. Never mind. But, <laughs> as soon uh, as she broke up, he broke up with her, you should have wrote her a letter of why that movie sucked. <laughs> look, here's the thing. I've been thinking. It's ridiculous. I once heard the tagline for, uh, I can't take credit for this, but I once heard the tagline for Twilight should be a woman's choice between uh, necrophilia and bestiality, which is a very funny thing to say. <laughs> so you know and you chose right <laughs> yeah i i get i think i intellectually understand why those movies were so successful and the allure of those books and all of that yeah but and the universe is full of things that are just not for me and that's fine they don't all have to be for me so i was just like i'll leave this one out this could be for them not for and, me yeah Lord for, bless them. For that they, can, they can have it, yeah. Well, uh, much like the strangers, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably there's probably a zero percent chance I'll ever watch this movie ever again. Ever again. You guys, I, let's do this every year. I think I've, I think I've officially washed my hands of the strangers. Yeah. Oh, I'll make you. I'll make you a deal. Okay. When the new Strangers comes out, because they're mm-hmm. rebooting this, mm-hmm. I'll watch the new one and we can talk about it. Okay, deal. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Andrew's like, I'm sick that day. <laughs> I'm on, Dusty. I'm on your podcast. Uh, that means that I have oh, to. Oh, you're watch freezing, it. bro. Oh man, can you hear me? Can you? <laughs> my back. Am my back? You better wrap it back? up, dude. Did I at least <laughs> freeze in a flattering position? No, I should. Does anybody a ever? now uh, well no. i mean I, I would be the first one you maybe, know what i mean yeah. uh wait so is there no is there no pick em? because i was really excited about maybe getting a pick em. what do you mean oh like, an andrew picks them uh a kai actually, picks them damn it I think I, well i don't 
<laughs> I don't know if this would cross over into your interests. I wanted uh, a, I wanted this full Stark Marks experience, you listen, guys. Listen, Kai, Andrew picks up. <laughs> <laughs> don't step on my bit. <laughs> I I have How about one Kai is, chooses them. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a I have a band related one if there's any interest. Um that is, I've just what, had saved. What, what kind of bands? Uh, <laughs> band, <laughs> b- bands that Andrew and I like. Oh, that we've fine. talked about on the podcast a lot. So Whatever. I, I was just hoping you would create a custom one for me and surprise me with it, but you I didn't. <laughs> so sorry. I couldn't. Okay. Uh, Sephora, yeah. Ulta, uh, oh, wait. No, Target. <laughs> All the way off. <laughs> Challenge me. Okay. Here we hold on. Give me give me two seconds. Kai. If it's yes. not if it's not makeup or kitchen supplies. <laughs> no, I got it. She's Don't clueless. Worry. Don't worry about it. You know I'm clueless about kitchen supplies. So <laughs> All right, Kai. Yes. Kai picks them. Kai chooses it. Kai Kai chooses it. 1989. Red. Midnight's folklore reputation. 1989 red midnight's folklore reputation five. Yep. And I have to rank them in ascending or descending order. Uh, uh worst worst one first. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um the first okay. one you pick's gotta be a real piece of shit. Remember that. 1989 red folklore midnights. What was the other one? Reputation. These yeah. are uh, these are Taylor Swift albums for <laughs> the, our our audience is ninety six percent male. <laughs> are we talking about Taylor's version? Or... Yeah. Or the best version. you want to do it, yeah. <laughs> um. So the least favorite is Red, even though it has a ten minute version of All Too Well. Uh, right. I don't really relate to that album as a whole that much. Um. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of in my like uh, in between phase where I wasn't as into with Taylor. So. I respect it, but it's not my favorite. Fourth would be. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sucks. Sucks. You I just picked five random ones. You're speaking uh, German to me as well. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how easy I make this look, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fourth would be. Oh my God. Midnight's. Mm, I'm going to tell you. Third would that. be Reputation. Two would be. Oh, so hard. Nineteen eighty nine, and one would be folklore, but that's just personal preference. Nineteen eighty nine is unequivocally a better album, but I personally like folklore better. So, okay. I did it. I'm, a, I'm a, folklore is like the the indie folk one, right? Yeah, yeah. I've thought about listening to that one. I just oh, have. dude, give it a shot. Yeah, okay. She, she Taylor Swift, very good. Aww. Yeah, no, I have I have zero beef. I just you know. No, I didn't know Andrew was going to tell you to give it a shot. I'm only saying that because we got a clam in the room. <laughs> no, I'm no, I thought kidding. we were going to go the whole pod without well, you saying the word clam. Taylor Swift's very good. Folklore is a good album. That's my favorite. It's my sad girl album, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll Which is why, I mean, it's it's worn my... out. She had to buy a new vinyl. Yeah. But to be oh, fair, those geez. are all excellent albums. Except... I'll put it on my sad boy list. Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. I'll listen to Bright Eyes, Fevers and Mirrors, and then I'll listen to Folklore. There you go. Back to back sad. <laughs> Too sad. Do you guys do you guys listen to sad music when you're sad or do you not listen to sad music when you're sad? 
sometimes I have songs that have like lyrics in it that are real sad that I want to hear whenever I'm <laughs> yeah. when I'm really sad. Yeah. 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 Like, I, oh, I feel that. this one hits. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> this is exactly want. how I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I nope. can't believe how strange it is to be anything at all. Fuck, man. Oh. Nope. What if God was one of us? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody does hurt. Yeah. <laughs> she did say he's just a friend. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you had me, Biz Marquis. <laughs> uh, Man, Biz, who... you always know what to say. <laughs> yeah. It is I who can't deny it. Um, Man, Biz, you really got what I need. Yeah. <laughs> well, or I try to listen to stuff that's going to pump me up. I am a straight writer. Yeah. You don't want to fuck with me. Uh, shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. Yeah. Well, doesn't it like feel weird to listen to happy music when you're sad, or is that just a just a me thing? Like, I'm mean, this doesn't know. feel right. I don't want to well, be. I don't want to yeah, be shaking also, it off right now. I don't know that I. Yeah, I don't know that I quantify sad and happy uh, the same way. Like with music, like I have music, like. I whenever uh, I ran a half marathon, I had just a bunch of songs that I wanted on there that I let that I like listening to. But then uh, Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie came on and I was like, I can't run to this right now. <laughs> like, right. This, is, this is way too uh, sad. And so yeah, I you just like want to curl up in a ball and cry <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for a minute um, or an hour or a day or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll recommend there's a song called A Better Son Slash Daughter by a band called Rilo Kylie. That. I love Rilo Kylie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite bands. That song will punch you directly in the stomach. Oh, uh, I haven't heard it. I'll listen to it. Uh, that's that a, song's very good. That's a bummer ass song. And uh, oh, cool. I've been in a bummer mood this week. So <laughs> no children. The, song. the uh, mountain no Goats children song. by the mountain goats. That was my that was my newest yeah. uh like oh man. <laughs> this this song sucks. Now, but, like, yeah, that dude's like way. uh I am drowning. There's no side of land. You are coming down with me, hand in unlovable hand, and I hope you die. I hope we yeah. both die. Jesus it's, Christ. It's such yeah. a good song. It, it's, it's a really good song. I'm going to send it to you, Kai, right now. Yeah, Dusty, became... send me the, send, send me the Rilo Kylie. I'll, send, I'll send you both. I'm going right to remember. Uh, yeah, the, the, the one for uh, the Mountain Goats became like a meme song and became like really popular for some reason yeah as a tiktok but, sound yeah mm, maybe i've uh, heard it oh i hope that it stays dark forever i hope the worst isn't over i hope you blink before i do i hope i never get sober and yeah. it's just one dude with a guitar <laughs> singing and you're like god damn and, man. Jesus. And, <laughs> and i hope the junkyard a few blocks from here someday yeah. burns down <laughs> yeah that's a good that's a good mountain goats voice oh man I've I've you listened get, to that song a million times. Yeah. He's got he's got some he's got a good voice that that Andrew Rydell. That one will tap that one will tap right in. Um, oh, the mess inside is also a really good Mountain Goat song. That's like if you want to get bummed out, I guess. See, I feel like you uh, do listen to sad music when you're sad because you knew exactly what I was talking about yeah. when I said no, it. No, I have a I have a playlist. Specifically sad boy playlist of yeah for sad boy songs. I, I yes. listen to I yeah. listen to sad music like all the time. Like I not only when I'm sad, I'll be like having the best day of my life, and I and I listen to fucking Roy Orbison or like. Uh, yeah. Of course you do. My my, <laughs> well, my, my 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 bandmates used to make fun of me because we were in this stupid cover band. I would uh, 
I would have to every song that I brought up had like the words crying or tears in the name. Yeah. yeah. When we were dating, Andrew used to send me songs and they were all breakup songs. Yeah. I didn't notice. <laughs> they were uh, all blues songs. I was like, are you it was funny <laughs> you hate me? Yeah. But this year by the mountain goats, really good happy song. Okay. Uh, that's still on my sad playlist. Cause like huh. sometimes you want to get it's like melancholy. <laughs> yeah, you want to get lifted back up, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and has the one Bieber song that I enjoy on my sad playlist. Uh, love my yourself. mama don't like you. Yeah, she likes yeah. I love that song. <laughs> that one. Good song. It's a good song. I heard it in a bar, and I was like, "Oh, okay." This That's dude, going on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, this dude gets it for the one time he gets it with me. You know, he doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, doesn't get it. Uh, anyway. Sad music abounds, you know. It's good. Yep. Listen to it. It's good to get those feelings out. Mm-hmm. Cry <laughs> it out. Them, don't want them inside. Yeah, I am. I am hungry as shit. So yeah, uh, wrap us, wrap us up, buddy. I love you guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Kai. Thank you to everybody who listens. Uh, mostly Kai, who listens. You're welcome. Uh, it is now on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody who listens. Uh, follow us on all the things. Andrew's going to tell you at the beginning of the episode how that works. Yep. Uh, I already you told understand. you, actually. Yeah. Podcast apps. Um, and we'll be back again next week. We don't know what we're doing, but we're doing something because something's always up at the start marks. Hey, that's a good one. I like that one. Bye, everybody. Why do I? Why?